that top down shit. Cruising on the motherfucking highway doing your goddamn thing. Ain't worried about a motherfucking soul. Just do you, baby. Retro player, player, and 64. Cruising USA Exotica, I need some votes. Hit the floors, cause I need that flower in this hoe. Nintendo power with the power, you gon' run the show. Flow heavy on beats like a tampon. Shorty wasn't sucking dick while your man gone. Hit it once, now your ex wanna stand off. Getting buck, hit the chug, Norris, now you're dead wrong. Retro player, player, and 64. You ain't cuffing, get these hundreds, I'ma tell a hoe. It was all no. Welcome everybody to Jeff versus the world. This is your boy Jeff, and this is episode number 17. And I'm back again with Shahid, and we are going to go through Fast Five and Fast and Furious Six. Uh, so wh- before we get started, uh, Shahid, how did you feel about Fast Five as we, you know, going into it? Uh, you know. Well, I think this is like the best one out of the series. And like, this is kind of the first one where it became like a big time franchise. And if anyone asked me, like, if you had to pick one Fast and Furious, you can only watch one. I would tell people to pick this one out of all of them. Like, you know, without any context, without having to watch the beginnings or the end or the other, the ones before or the ones after. Because this is one where it helps if you watch but you don't necessarily have to watch the Fast and Furious movies to like to understand what's going on in this one. It just means more if you did. And I just remember when this came out, I went to the movie. This was like the second one I was in the movie theater with. The first one I went with my wife. Movie theater was packed. People were excited because I remember this was a this was a big deal when it came out. And like I said, budget is 125 million. May 626 was the you know seventh biggest you know box office movie that year. And I just remember, like, this is when Fast and Furious franchise became a monster. And, like, a lot of things changed. And the one more point I would make is it showed that you could do a movie universe on a big-time scale that wasn't necessarily based on, like, a comic book. Yes. And this was my first experience of going to the movies to actually going to see a Fast and Furious movie. And I got to admit, it was crowded. And I remember I didn't go to the theater close to my house. I went. I think somewhere in Times Square and everybody there was excited. And, and, you know, I still like I wasn't in that world. I've seen the movies. I caught up and I was just like, oh, OK, you know, but afterwards I was like, OK, I'm all in now. Whatever yeah, this. Yeah, this one, like I remember people was hyped for this one to come out, you know, and they were hyped after it was like this was the first one. It was kind of like. Okay, Fast and Furious is a big time thing. Not we just watching just to watch a laughing at. This is kind of like you could tell somebody watch this movie, and you don't have to feel embarrassed about it. Because I remember a lot of people was like, "Oh, you know, Fast Five. Oh, the Rock's in it." And then they went to see it. It's like, "Oh, do I have to see the other ones and everything?" I'm like, "Yeah, don't compare the other ones to this one because you might feel a certain way." And I would say, you know, it changed a lot of careers. Like not only it changed like the franchise of Fast and Furious and Universal, it gave a big boost to like it this is when the rock started becoming i'm the biggest movie star on the planet rock and this is still my i think this is my favorite role of his like this particular movie he's in all righty then so now that we got that out the way would you like to start and give the people a ride of uh 
the story of Fast and Furious. Okay, so brief synopsis. This starts right after the end of Fast and Furious Part 4. Dominic Toretto is being transported to do his minimum 20 years for doing one right thing and a lifetime doing the wrong things where he is bust out by his sister Mia, his pseudo-friend, which we'll get into Brian O'Connor and his other homies from Dominican Leo and Santos. Mm-hmm. And they run the, they run the, you know, South America to do jobs on one job in Brazil, working for the local drug dealer, um, Hernan Reyes. They go file, steal his property, realize he has over a hundred million dollars worth of stolen drug money. So deciding to stop being on the run they do the one last job, get the team together to try to screw Reyes and have enough money to get out the country, start new lives, while also being pursued by United States government for the for getting blamed for murdering two DA agents. And they send down their best DSS agent, Luke Hobbs, played by The Rock in all his glory. Now, with this movie, what I find interesting is that, well... I'm not sure how am I supposed to take the fight scene. And you know which fight scene I'm talking about. We'll get to that. <laughs> I mean, it, it's, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. It, it's just gnawing at me right there because I just keep up like, like, who was booking this? What, what's happening right now? Because I've heard, uh, you know what? Yeah, we'll get to it. Whatever. If you can just say when you go to Wikipedia, IMDb, you see producer names, you see one of those names, and there you go. That answers your question. Yeah, you are right. You are right. So <laughs> let's let's talk about the team dynamic because you talked about this in previous episodes, and we I finally got here, and I think I watched the movie twice after you had said something. I was like, you know what? You were right because. Brian's guys or Brian's team, as far as uh, Tej and Roman, are not really. I don't know how to say it. They're, they're not involved. They they're involved, but it seems like Dominic Toretto doesn't have anything to say to them directly. Okay, there's two. Okay, they have two specific team dynamics going on and you can tell based on how they interact with each other even before Dominic gets involved because you have Dominic's team of Han, Leo, Santos, and Giselle and then you have Brian with Tej and Roman and you know like Roman and Tej first you know they know each other so they crack and jokes get together Giselle shows up Roman cracks a joke Giselle's ready to shoot him (laughs) within five seconds not saying you know Roman didn't have it coming because Tyrese is smart mouth, and we'll get about the we'll get into the team dynamics about how the roles change, and then that happens. Leo and Santos is arguing with Roman and Tej. Hans all chilling, flirting with Giselle. Then you know Brian, Mia, and Dom come in. It's like I see you all met session. I like, and Brian's introducing Tej and Roman to Dom. You know, it's my boy Tez, yada, 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 and they kind of cordial. Then he introduced Roman. You know, we did that job together, and like, I, mean, yeah, I heard about you. And Roman is just giving him the stink eye, like the whole time they talking. And I remember reading a trivia thing about you never hear Dom say Roman's name once. He never says, like, not one time. 
at all through the entire movie. And when I remember reading that, and I remember the next time I watched it, that's when I start paying dynamic. It's like it's a lot of antagonistic stuff going on team with team dynamics. And the only way it's work is because one, Han helps because he's like the glue there. You know, like him just being Mr. Cool Guy is kind of like the bridge between the two. Mm-hmm. And Brian does a lot of heavy lifting because you can tell, you see how Brian interacts with Roman and Ted. They cracking jokes like they've been friends for the longest. Yeah. You know, like, and everything's like cool. And Brian is kind of like, you know, Dom's going to trust him, anything like that. Because Brian doesn't really talk to Han, Giselle, or Leo Santos like that either. He True. sticks with his. He sticks with his crew. Dom sticks with his crew. They do stuff together, and it somehow work out. But I will say, this movie is out of all the movies. This movie does the best job of juggling a whole bunch of roles and having them have something to do. Like the team dynamics was perfect in this movie. And and I have to I have to believe. And I was talking to my wife as we was watching it. I have to believe. This wasn't I don't know if it was planned like this or what, because in six, seven and eight, it, it's like, OK, everybody, you know, everybody's communicating now. So maybe it was planned like this. Maybe they just yeah. said, OK, we're going to have it like this because everybody still don't really know each other. But they sort of trust each other because because of Dominic trusting these guys and because Brian trusts these guys. Mm-hmm. And they like especially if they've gone through all this stuff and they stole all this money together by the end, they're friends. So it's kind of like that whole frostiness and weariness is kind of gone. But like if you look at the team, people make jokes about how roles changed. Of course, it's like Roman went from being like hard ass Tupac Jr. to Chris Tucker. Like he went from like, you know, because he cracked jokes in Too Fast and Furious, but he had an edge. Like he had like a like a danger to him, like you know, you cross him the wrong way, he gonna do something to you. Yeah. And in this one, he's like, you know, I'm cracking jokes and everything like that. But it's funny, people tend to like sleep on Roman. Not so much this movie later, but he usually had like the most, you know, elaborate stunts. I like the non-stars. Like if you when we get to fast six and especially fast seven, fast eight, it's like if something dangerous happened, Roman somehow involved. And Roman survives and celebrate like our truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm thinking about eight right now. So okay, yeah, I get, I get so, what you said. Yeah. Tej went from I used to race, I organized races to not only am I a hacker, I know everything about bank vaults. I know about how security systems work. I know technical skills of everything going on. Fast, you know, and other movies he's talking about, he knows about different military units, like basically like Tej knows everything. And he got hands too. And and he has hands. <laughs> but that's not even that's not even the worst. I used to think that Tej was the worst, but no. It's not Tej, it's not Giselle, even though Giselle went from okay, she's works in corporate for Braga and knows her way around a gun to yeah, I was Israeli special forces and somehow okay. They established that she was in the Israeli army. Mm-hmm. They established that she has training with like Mossad and everything like that. How does she end up from there to working with Braca? Uh, who knows? <laughs> what wrong path did she take to lead lead somewhere in California to work, you know, with a drug lord that's end up working with other people that we'll get to? But no. The one person that had the biggest character change was Mia Toretto. She went from making nasty sandwiches to basically being Oracle or Felicity Smoke. 
I'm guiding you through all the cities. I know all the map plans. You take this right here. I know when people doing searches, when we got burned by the FBI, like, okay, when did she take an Excel class to, to know all this? I mean, on her little, on her little tough, her little tough book. She, she had a life. She had a life before Brian. <laughs> uh huh. So she was going to community college and just learn how to be, you know, I'm, and I'm NSA junior. Like they didn't, they, they don't say how much time went between when they rescued Dominic to when they're in Brazil. That's a lot of stuff she learned in a small period of time. And I didn't even realize that I was watching like recently. Like, she's very technical. And they never established how she got that technical. It was like, you know, she had nursing skills. They never established that either. But I like it because it has the one thing I like about this movie is that it gives everybody something to do. It gives everybody a chance to shine. And it does it and it balances in a way better than the other movies do. Like future movies feel like certain people get pushed to the sideline. This one found the perfect balance. You know, and another thing about this movie, I think this is look, I'm a sucker for heist movies. So as far as the actual heist went at the end of the movie, at the third act, I feel like this is one of the best heist. You know, you know, getting the money and no, and then the rock just figuring it out because I was like, wow. Because when you first watch, I remember watching it in the movie. I was like, how come I didn't notice that? I didn't notice the garbage truck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, because like, you, you, you see the garbage truck, but you don't pay any attention to it. Yeah, it was just like it was like real quick. You see it, but then when they flash back, it's like, and then when she said, "Oh, you know, ten got ten seconds, guys, make it count." I'm like, "Oh, okay." That I just I, that's one of my favorite heist, you know, movies right there. As far as how they got and the it, money, and it, and it looks well because they they a lot of the effects are practical. Like they actually were driving around a safe, like a fast move, a safe driving around like that. And it's funny where. People make like fast. This one is like the first one was like, okay, the laws of physics, we're just pushing them out the window. But a lot of stuff they do, they actually do it. Like that train derailment, that actually happened. It accidentally happened and they just kept it in. The train almost got derailed in real life. Didn't somebody get hurt too? Like some didn't. I, I'm sure, I'm sure multiple people I got hurt. Yeah, somebody this, got hurt doing that. You know, and it's funny you bring up the whole heist thing because we, you know, we've been jumping around. We're going to go back to the beginning. You bring up the whole heist thing and it works out in the end. Their original plan made no sense. They were just gonna go like full speed ahead, and won't they like just right in? No, they're like all all the practice plan they were gonna do. They were gonna fast some fast cars that was gonna try to drive in this you yeah. know this contained yeah. area, miss the cameras, have the somebody gonna go in the police office, get the money, put it through a chute, put it through the back of the cars, and the cars escape, and no one notices. Like that was the original plan because they were talking about, you know, it's a lot of money and cash weight. It's a couple tons. You got cameras here that you can't, you know, you can barely peek in. You can't change the feed. You got these cameras here where you can't really hide a car and stuff like that. And it was like, okay, well, we can't do that. We need fast cars. They're not fast. Then we get police cars. We get a safe so we can practice. We need the fingerprints so we get this. Okay. Even if they got all of that, their original plan was not going to work. Yeah, now me thinking about it like, yeah, they would have died. They would have died or you got caught. They would have never gotten, okay, because they would have never gotten to the safe. And that whole, we're going to sneak in and have the money and put it through a chute and no one notices. Like, you know how much money how much money it was? And let's talk about that. Okay, Hernan Reyes, they make like these this big time real, you know, crime balls. Mm-hmm. He's basically like, you know how 
Fast and Furious 4, they said Campos was working for Braga, and it's this old man that's not really Braga. Yeah. If if you wanted someone who would be Braga's boss, it would like Hernan Reyes, because one, it's played with Joaquin de Almeida. Whenever he's in a movie, he's playing a bad guy. Like, I've I seen Desperado. i seen Clear and Present Danger. i seen Queen in the South. So when I see his face, I know exactly what he is. Like, he's always playing like that bad guy that's like smooth and everything like that. They got an edge to him. But he's this big time go. He only got $100 million of cash. That's all he got. That's it? I mean, I, that's all he need. I guess that's all he need in Rio. Don't that seem low? Yeah, it do. It does. Because I was like, mm, you should have more than that. But uh, yeah. he's he's got less money than Joe Johnson's career earnings. That's it. <laughs> I mean, it's it's Rio. Rio's a big ass big ass city. Brazil's a big ass country. It's a whole lot of crime. Well, you know. uh, a little over a hundred million dollars. That's like Escobar was was a billionaire. Like El Chapel, they like. 10, 11 zeros behind a number. This guy only got a hundred million. Like I always, I never paid attention. Like that amount seemed kind of low. He, Maybe he, it's just like he 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 he's not being greedy. He just works enough. <laughs> he did make a point saying like the difference between the Spanish and the Portuguese was the Spaniards came in guns blazing and we gonna do yada yada yada. They got slaughtered. Portuguese used bribes and gave them something to lose. That's why Rob Brazil speaks Portuguese and that's what he did. So he showed that whole. I give the people things so they know they have something to lose, and I own them. So it's like iron fish in a velvet glove. Now, how do we how do we talk about this return um, from the original Fast and Furious? Uh, Dominic's childhood friend Vince. Oh, Vince! Vince uh huh. That's still mad at the Buster because he was right <laughs> and nobody listened, and he just you know. Team broke up. He just falling through and just landed on you know some. A nice, pretty woman named Rosa brought him in for whatever reason, and they have the darkest baby in the world. Really dark, really dark, and I was really trying and to I'm find like, what's going on. And I'm like, unless he got all his melanin for the color of Rosa's hair, I don't know how Rosa Vince is making that baby. Unless that baby just have is just sunbathing every damn day. Yeah, Vince, <laughs> so Vince wasn't the sharpest man, you know. Around, I think one of them goons out there that was hanging out with the guns. Might have be the father. We don't know. Okay, before we talk more about Vince, this is when I say like this: the first one that throw the law of physics out the movie because they get Dom out, and that bus flips over about fifty-seven times, and the news reports make a big deal saying is no casualties. I'm like, unless you're carrying the Avengers, that's impossible. <laughs> you see how many? You saw yeah. how many times that bus flipped, and I'm like, some at least the. You know, they didn't have seatbelts. So some of those, you know, some of those prisoners should have been dead. But it's like, okay, we don't want them to be, we don't want them to be too evil. It's like, okay, they got their friend away, but there's no casualties. So that's that. But I always laugh when that happens because it's like, that's not believable. But anyway, they get there, they have their job because they're on the run. They're obviously broke because you see they get there at the table. They eat like they haven't eaten like a week. Hmm. And then they have their, and then they have their mission. You know, steal these cars for Reyes, and Dominic comes and does what he does best: messes things up. <laughs> That's, think about it. They won the GT40. The dude was going to get it. First, he has Mia takes it, and then he tells Mia to go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. 
So what should they think? Okay, is these guys we don't know doing this job? You taking this the car we need the most, and I don't know who this woman is, and then she's not. She's just going like she's still in the car. Like why wouldn't they turn on Dominic? Like, and what was Dominic's rationale behind that? I think. Wait a minute, didn't it? The guy, the guy just came off real aggressive. The little short guy, I can't think of his name now, but uh, he came. I think he said something just the way he was talking. He knew he knew something was up. Yeah, it's like they wanted this car, and he said he wanted the GT40. Vince took the first car. He was going, um, he was going to get ZZ was in there. He's going to get the GT40. Yeah. And then Dom put his hand in, blocking off, and they looking at like what's going on. And it's like you know, ladies first. And then it's like, let me take it. Whatever. Even though it's like, why are you making a big deal with me to take the car? What does that have to do with you? You're getting paid to take the cars. Who cares who takes what car? But that's fine. Me had the car. Then it was like, okay, meet me at the spot. If I'm working with some strange people, we supposed to be meeting at point A and you going to point C. Yeah, I'm I'm shooting you. We already, we already, we already criminals. And now you I'm looking like I'm getting betrayed. Dominic looking out for his family. He got to make sure everything, you know, straight. Uh-huh. So they do that. They have an awesome fight while they're fighting on the train or Brian's fighting on like the, tr- um, the truck that has the long, long ramp on it. DAA just can get shot. They get blamed for it. Then the train and the, and the truck, you know, hits the bridge, blows up. They're in the car trying to escape this flaming truck. And I'm like, what are they going to do? And I remember watching this in the movie theater. They start speeding up. I'm like, they're going to jump off this damn cliff. Oh, that's so good. And, and the movie theater got quiet. And then they said, oh, shit, like real loud. And then you see them kind of saying it, but it's solid. And they just have this fall. Like they, you know, it's almost like they're flying. They let themselves go from the car. Yeah. And it crashed the water. They hit the water. And it's an awesome scene without taking a fountain. They hit it that far. They're dead. Yeah, they did. They did. <laughs> and they died because they go, they land what like lit feet first. Yeah. So at the very least, they should have broke everything from the waist down. And when it says like you know you had a call, huh? Shitty old call, Connor. And it's also so well funny about that dynamic. Even after they broke Dom out of jail, they ain't necessarily friendly. In the beginning of this movie, no. Pay attention, like the dynamic between Brian and, and um Dominic. Like they is kind of like you know, I told you stay low, and Brian like we needed the money. I had I made a call and like that. And when that happened to Waters, like you know, he's he's still not saying his first name. He still calling his last name. And they get caught up up and they get snatched up by Reyes. Reyes, like you know, I don't know how you guys do business, but here in Rio, you know. We, you know, we want to make sure everybody on the same page. And Dom's talking his trash and everything like that. And then it's like, you know, just tell me, you know, tell me where the car is. I'll let you go. It's like plastic hit it for a reason. Like, ain't no let go. It's like, as soon as I tell you, y'all, you shoot me like I ain't a fool. Then he threatens his sister. They get away. They get back to the spot. Vince comes out of nowhere all of a sudden. And then Brian getting all mad. And like, where was you at? And then Dom breaks it up. He's like, if he said he didn't do it, he didn't do it. O'Connor, walk it off. Like I laugh at that line because like he treating Brian like a stranger. It's only it changes once it changes after she says she's pregnant. When she says she's pregnant, that's when it changes. 
that's when it becomes family. But before that, it's like this whole vibe thing. So anyway, that happens. They realize that this drive has all this money and what it means. And that's what they're going to do. And meanwhile, it's the introduction of, of the main villain of the movie, my man, Luke Hobbs. Like basically the personification of blatant American that cares about law and order and not justice. But wait, wait, wait. Before you go there. How different would this movie have been if Tommy Lee Jones really would have got cast? You know what's funny? He plays it like he's Tommy Lee Jones. I thought he played it, a, a little more aggressive. I thought he played a little more. Uh, yeah, if Tommy Lee Jones was built like The Rock, he'd probably be acting differently too. Yeah, okay. And okay. he and he plays it and he plays Hobbs differently than his other movie. Like, and it's funny, like Tommy Lee Jones was the original idea for this, and then for that reason they changed, and someone suggested the rock, so they got the rock. And it does it changes the movie completely different because it's like, okay, it's like the fugitive with cars. And it's kind of like that vibe would just be so weird because Tommy Lee Jones is like a grown ass man that plays like serious grown ass. And I, the vibe just would have been so different. It would have been like it would have been like Fate of the Furious. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. It definitely would have been different. It'd be like Sam, Sam Gerard in Brazil getting these punks. <laughs> yeah. But he plays it, he plays it like Sam Gerard because his whole thing is like the Rock don't care if they did it or not. Like he said, when you talk about, you know, we, we didn't kill these DAs. He's like, I don't give a shit. I'm just here to get two assholes who then came across my desk. That's that's his whole thing. Like, these names came. He went and got the names. So he comes on the big plane with the big SU, armor SUV with his team, giving the speech like, you know, they fast runners, yada, yada, yada. You know, they move fast. Whatever, you know, get them together, whatever. Don't ever, ever let them get in the cars. That... I used to remember. I used to know the speech by memory, but it's been a while since I saw that. And you know, chief of real police comes in, try to make small talks. He's like, "I want two things. I want you know, you know, I want um, patrol officer Nevis. It's like, why? You know, we got more experience. People like, I like her smile. You find out about her later, mm-hmm. and then it's like, what's the other thing? Stay the fuck out my way, <laughs> and keeps it moving. Like the rocks is all muscle and bustle. Listen. Rip like he's just his Under Armour shirt. We 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 Oakle butter the beard and that is that is that a Florida? Accent? It's a Southern accent. He's rocking in this movie. I don't know if you call but, it, or and, not. but I and you know I never heard that accent again in any other the movies. Mm-hmm. He was talking normal. I don't know. And I, almost if I'm not mistaken, by the end of the movie, the accent's not there. It, but it doesn't come. It comes out when he gets annoyed. It's not there all the time, but when he gets, especially when he's talking trash to them, that's when it gets, that's when it comes out. And I think, but the rest of the, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, I think I do hear it sometimes too when I was watching Six, every time he would say something to uh, Tyrese, uh, <laughs> to, you know, he, he would say something, I was like, oh, they got that accent. And maybe it's just, you know, something with The Rock, I don't know. But I know it, it was like off and on. Yeah, it was like a slight Southern, it wasn't like a blatant Southern accent, like Lucas Black. And it was like this whole hee-haw ex. It was like little bits here and there. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, okay, he sound like he's trying to sound like Tommy Lee Jones. And it makes sense that they originally had Tommy Lee Jones. Cause I because I've watched this movie plenty of times. And it's like we talk about each time we watch, we learn different things. And I kind of noticed that. So anyway, he has his team there. They have this one agent. It's like, you know, her husband was in the forest, got shot down. She joins the force, so it's like you know, I'm a rookie. Um, you know, I'm passionate about it. I'm principled, so I can't be bribed. And you know, it's kind of like my eyes and ears here in Rio. So 
they feel they figure out, you know, Reyes has all this money. We're going to get this money. We're going to build a team together. And that's the whole team. They brought the plan out. And Roman, first thing, it's like, wait a second. You're trying to rob the most powerful. You brought us here to rob the most powerful person in Rio, in his country. Like, you know, that's our personal. Yeah. Roman personal was, ain't good. Yeah, yeah. Personal, ain't, personal ain't good business. He was out. He was out. And he already dealt with Brian because they did that stuff in Florida. Like, you know, we already did the song and dance. Like, why, why are we doing this until, you know, Dom's like, we're talking about over $100 million and everybody's in. And, and again, then, again, he speaks to him indirectly. <laughs> it's not, hey, it's $100 million. This is like what we were talking about is $100 million. I said, okay, he's just really not talking to the black folks. But okay, keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he and he doesn't talk to them for the most part. So they each have their own figure out. So their first thing is we're going to rile Reyes up by hitting the first people and burning the money so he can so he can get spooked enough to take all his other money central location which makes sense yeah that was smart it's like you know it's like we can't hit the same we can't hit 10 things at the same time since we hit the first one they're gonna move all their other ones he's like that's the point and then reyes finds out when he's having his meeting and he's like oh they talking about they burnt my money he's like yes they're gonna do more and he's like oh yeah and then take the little the little thing, I don't know what that was on the table. He's just walking. He just piss. He's trying to hold it off. And he's just, I'm like, yeah, this dude about to get hit in the face. Uncalled for. Nah, he was mad. Like, this, like he's already mad at them anyway. And they coming in. Not only they took his money, they didn't even keep it. They burnt it. Burnt it. And to my, his war that came from. <laughs> so they get all the money together and you figure out where they're going. And it's the police station. Wow. That was a twist. Like that was not. I was not expecting that when it happened. Yeah, me either. Because I was just like, "What? Wait a minute. Why is it okay?" But then I had to think about it. You know, he pretty much got the police in his back pocket, which makes sense too. Because like you know, police is there. Police can, you know, track them, and it's legal. It's the cops. So they have the money there. Now they try to figure out how they're gonna get this money. So first, it's like they send in Roman. You know, he tries to sweet talk the French trying to sweet talk the woman that don't speak any English. And there's this dude that's not having any you notice they keep running people like I don't have any time for this American nonsense. <laughs> talking about I'm an FBI agent talking about this says Caucasian or oh, it's a tan. Right there, he should have called called somebody, but he kept he going. He was about to. He was like, you know, don't we not my brothers, I'm gonna call the embassy, like, you know, get off my back. And then he did it, <laughs> you know, left the tr- you know, left the little toy the toy truck there so they have a camera you know Ted is driving around and cracking jokes like how do you know this you know this fault 12 by such and such this type of lock and yada 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 they looking at like how you know it's talking about I had a life before I met you O'Connor let's leave it at that and I'm like how did he know that so good what type what type of life he had to know this is okay I know the style model of a bank fault listen listen I, the, the way I take that anytime you hear that I take it as the writer, director, or whoever just saying, it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter at all. It's a a perfect way of doing it because it doesn't matter, and it comes up later. So they do that. They figure out the vault. They send in Leo and Santos to put the camera there after they blow up the bathroom, (laughs) which is a funny scene. Because I want to give a shout out to them because a lot of times they get slept on. They're like an awesome comedy duo that gets stuff done. We got a little bit. and And it's amazing that they're played by two of the biggest musicians in Latin America. Yeah. And it's kind of like to us, 
it, it's kind of I'll try to think the equivalent like if a Chinese like if a China made a you know an action movie and they had like John Legend and DMX yeah something like that like mm-hmm. at that level and that would be like how weird would that be so anyway you know they cracking jokes they put the cameras there they realize you know you can't do a sync you get at most three seconds so it's like we gotta get cars and we've talked about these movies and we don't talk about we haven't talked about two things one how they use women and I say use as a reason <laughs> they do not mind eye candy oh no not at all. Movies and this, and they've all been blatant, and this one's real blatant. Yeah, it, like you could, you could tell, women did not direct these movies at all. Yeah, yeah, and I guess it would that time having the time didn't come where you know you could call call it out and be like, oh, well, I don't think they should be doing this and that. Oh, no, they did. I remember when it came out, people were all people were calling out these movies when they were doing it. So it wasn't like this whole in retrospect, people thought it was bad. No. People was calling them out when they did it back then. They were? They Maybe did. I just weren't paying attention. I don't oh, remember that. Yes, it's like, oh, you know, I'm amazed that any of these women have names. Some of them actually talk. No, they, people definitely criticized Fast and, Fur- Fast and Furious of how they just had women as like eye candy and no lines. That's That was a thing since the first one came out. This one's just like the first, like it was just real, real blatant. And like when they first get there and they about the race, and they had to zoom in. It's like, you know, home sweet home. And Brian got the smile like, you know, yeah, I got Mia pregnant, but <laughs> I'm still a man type thing. And Dom, no, that's like when they start like being buddy, buddy. And it's funny, like they being buddy, buddy around this whole environment. And two, the music. Oh, yeah. Like they've always had awesome soundtracks. But this movie is like the first one that had not just great soundtrack, like great, great themes. Like whenever Hobbs come out, his music plays. It like it just fits him perfectly. Yeah. And the first time you see Brazil and you have that slow theme in the background, and it's and I was talking to my friend Jeremy, I like, it's levels of poverty. You, like we live in America. We used to American poverty, like you know how being broke looks. Oh yeah, yeah. When they yeah. and the favelas, like, okay, it's all it's millions of people living in like ten boxes. On top of each other. On top of each other. Like it is levels, like it is poverty. And it's never like a contest of who's the most poor, but there are definitely levels of poverty, and it just sunk in like, yeah, these people broke, broke. <laughs> some of them, some of those places didn't even have doors; they had like sheets. Could you imagine that? Ugh. You live in like, you know, the house like the size of like a room, and it's metal, and you got like a tile as your door. Ah, oh, boy. And it's just a lot of them, and they just did like, yeah. I guess I guess they would work for race. Like what's, yeah. what's your options? like what's your options being in a place like that? So anyway, they go there and they about to you know have a race and it's I don't know who this dude is. He's like, oh, don't think we didn't recognize you, Toretto. Yada yada yada. <laughs> got a lot of heat on you. And they do you know, well this this monster never seen the back of tail lights yet. Like you about to let's have a race, legend car for car. And you notice how you know the movie's different. They don't show the race. Yeah, they figured you know what you don't even need to see the race. You know what's gonna happen. They have a race to crack the joke. Somebody got this car from Papa Smurf. So they practice trying to hit these corners and and pin, and pin turns. And it also comes in. It's like, where are they getting this money from? Let's let's construct the track. Let's get a warehouse. Let's get a warehouse with cameras so we can practice. 
where? Who was funding this? Like Ocean's Eleven, they established like somebody was funding that whole thing. Uh, who's fun? Who's funding this? You want me to guess? I'm gonna say Roman. <laughs> you really think Roman? If anybody be like, I'm trying to think. Like Han probably has money. Giselle probably has money. Hey, I'm gonna say it's a team effort. It's a team effort. You know, um, and then they get the safe. They establish where they get the safe from two movies after this. So, but even it's like they just get this safe. They just have these cameras there and anything like that. And then that's when you first notice like Hans watching Giselle and he getting those old lovey dovey eyes. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Damn it. That's what that's what that, it starts. Yo, you really got me bugging now because I'm like, yo, who 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 is funding this? Because they didn't get funding until the next movie. Like, you know, pretty much when okay, they had when they, they already had my buffs, like people had it wasn't like everybody was broke. Like Brian Brian was broke. Brian and me was broke. Yeah, they were broke. Dom had whatever, but it's like, you don't know what Roman and Tej was doing. Like, Giselle did work for a drug lord. Like, Han was probably, like, you had a lot of people that was hustling, but it was like, enough money to do this? But it's like, you never ask. We just got all these think books. We just have all these cameras, like, let's build a track. Huh? Let's just build a track? Yeah. Word. I'm like, okay, somebody's fun. Like, somebody's fun. It was like, I guess they had lives before they met us. Yeah. So anyway, they figure out the safe and how they gonna open it. And then somebody asked the line, like, how you know it's raised hand? Like, you got a hundred million dollars of safe. You're gonna put somebody else's hand on it. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's true. They just start arguing, and it's like, you know, Han, you're up, and then Han and Giselle go there. And then it's like, you know, Dom has to smile. Because when, keep in mind, when Giselle first got there, she's like, when you called me to Rio, I thought it was going to be under better circumstance. Like, she still was like, had a little Still shooting. She was still shooting. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. And Dom, like, you know, he busy flirting with Elena, which we'll get to. Oh, boy. And before we get to, we might as well get to it now. When they first have that chase scene in Rio, in the favelas, where they're chasing them, and then Hobbs' team is chasing them, and you see Dom running on the roofs. And you know how ridiculous that is, because I've seen Vin Diesel run. <laughs> he does not look like the most athletic person. Like, The Rock isn't like necessarily like super athletic when he runs, and it's gotten worse as he's gotten older and bigger. And like I've seen sometimes, like he runs like a damn turtle. But he runs a lot better than than Vin Diesel runs. And then you see that happening. And then you see Hobbs just before he even gets there, because, you know, the first time Brian and Mia came, the dudes had the guns. They about to square up or anything like that till Vince came. Yeah. So so those same dudes was there this time. And they looking and Hobbs is looking left, looking to right. And then he pulls out his gun and other people out their guns. Like one had like a power pack start to like charge up. And he's like, you know. I don't want no smoke. No he's smoke. Like, he's like, I thought so. <laughs> and kept on walking. So anyway, he's it's funny how Don's running on roofs and he just busts through a window. It's like it's like the Terminator. And it's the first time they see each other. And then they running, having a fight. Brian's holding his on. And then you talk about how they fight. This is how I knew the fight was BS. Because the first time you see Hobbs in action, he kills like four people in 10 seconds. Listen, I can't hold it anymore. Because I saw, I think, I think we somebody had tweeted yeah. about it and i was just like what I, I did. it yeah. was me i recorded it put it on there like they they tried to tell us that this man lost a fair one to dominic toretto dominic toretto when he's a trained killer dominic toretto is a street brawler yeah 
Uh, okay. like, he, like he stabs one dude in the neck. He takes a dude, his gun, shoots another guy's gun, breaks a dude's neck, and shoots somebody else. In like 10 seconds, like it was no big deal. And he lost a fight to Dominic Toretto, Mr. Street Wrench thing. So, yeah, whatever. So, anyway, we'll, and we'll definitely get to that fight. Egos, man. Egos. Egos, yeah. So, anyway, you know, Han and Giselle flirting each other, talking about, you know, when you got the army, she's looking at, like, you know, I saw how you cocked the slide with the side trigger, checking the bullet, and yada, yada, straight on my side. And then she's like, you know, I got out the army the same time. You stopped smoking. You're always messing with your fingers, always eating chips. You were a two-pack man, unfiltered. It's like, it's amazing how they have kept, like, you look at those two, and you wouldn't ever think of putting them together. No chemistry. I would say they ain't got no chemistry, but. but they, they got chemistry. Like, yes. Because Hans is so damn smooth. Like, Hans is the playboy like this, and they just, and she, like, see, it's funny how they got this, they don't beat you over the head with it, but she like, you know what? He's smooth enough to get her. And she obviously got, she obviously, like, seeing her, like, okay, it's something to this guy. Cause like he not Mr. Macho Man, he ain't his chest ain't all sticking out. He just playing cool and collective, and he's obviously skilled in what he does. You know, Mr. Jack of all trades. I just blend and stuff like that, and trying to figure out how to get the fingerprints. And she goes in, the music starts playing. She start walking in slow mo, and it's like okay, Gal Gadot was probably a model because she's like five foot ten, mm-hmm. and just you know go ahead. I'm gonna. Play on this dirty old man, do a dirty old man thing, because like the plan only works if Ray's is a pervert. Because they talk right. for 15 seconds and his hand just whoop immediately, just like that, immediately. And it's like, okay, I was gonna play this off because no, like imagine that happens somewhere else, he getting smacked. You know what's uh, amazing about this? Um, because around that time, I think my wife had came and she was she sat down and pretty much watched some of it with me. But when she saw her, she's like, I know her from somewhere. I was like, I know you know her from somewhere. Just think about it. And she just kept looking at her. And I was like, you know, it's right on the tip of your tongue. And she just kept looking, kept looking. Said, no, tell me, because I feel like I should know. I said, it's Wonder Woman. And she sit there for a minute. She was like, she looks so different. I was like, I don't see how. I said, she she's she was, like. She probably put on a little weight. Pounds. Yeah, that's yeah, what I said. She put on the weight. She's like 15 to 20 pounds bigger than Wonder Woman. That's why. And that's a big difference, like, in somebody where you're that small to be, like, not small, but light to begin with. So, yeah, so that happens. They get the prints. And it's like, you know, what's that? <laughs> and they crack it to, I, I thought you was a thong, man. <laughs> he takes the camera and get the, the infrared there, the ultraviolet light, you know. So did he tap that ass and just grab it? And they okay. crack the jokes. That was that had to be them just riffing, and they kept it. Like mm-hmm. they just kept it. They were like, "Okay, we go keep it," and you know, in the scene or whatever. Because the way they were laughing about the scene, like you know, somebody might have been like, "Cut, cut." And stop. they and they used that line again. Yeah. Like later, on, Mia got pregnant. So anyway, they find out. That's when they find out they got burnt, and Hobbs is on the trail, and they got to find out how to get Hobbs off their back. So they meet up in the same race area in Rio, and this is one of my favorite scenes in the movie because it's like they all there in public cracking jokes. And Hobbs just shows up and he's like, you know, they like, oh, you know, we didn't do it. And everything like that, you know, because first Hobbs, like, you know, under arrest, like, I don't feel like I'm under arrest. What about you, Brian? Like, I'm not one big. He's like, don't worry, you'll sink in. And that's when the Rock's accent start kicking in. He's like, you know, we, we didn't do it. It's like, I don't give a shit. I'm just here to get two assholes and they came across my desk. And then Brian's like, oh, you're a real hero. And Hobbs gets so... Yeah, yeah, he's he like, oh, it's funny. 
from the man who swore oath for the cop and then betrayed every you know, law he stood for, or some asshole wannabe tough guy prick who beat a man half to death with a wrench. And Dominic made this look like, what did you just say to me? Like, he just had this stink eye face. And they, I don't know what camera view they use to make, to have people pretend like they're the same height and the same size. Because I know how tall Vin Diesel is. Yep. I know how tall The Rock is. Uh-huh. They're not close to the same height at all. At all. And I was just, it was infuriating watching it because I'm like, oh, stop and it. It's amazing. Like, Vin Diesel was this big, like, when Fast and Furious came out, he was like the big, husky, tough guy dude. And it was like, okay, Vin Diesel towers over everybody. That's different when you put him next to The Rock. Like, The Rock's just The Rock. Like, and I'm like, okay. Rock is what, like six, between six three to six five, something like that. I think six three, maybe six four. They always they like they you know build him a six five. I don't know if he's six three or six four, but he's like around that, at least six foot three. Vin Diesel's what five eleven, at the most. Yeah, the Rock. And I know the, I'm looking at it right now. Let me see. Uh, the Rock is actually. Six five, you're right. Six five. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, so he probably got Vin Diesel in real life by like at least five to six inches, and probably because The Rock was big in this movie, probably about what 50, 45, 50 pounds. And, and you know what you can really see it at when um when you get to the next one and you see him and uh, Ludacris standing beside each other, The Rock and Ludacris. I'm like, wait a minute, mm-hmm. wait yes. a minute. <laughs> so anyway, so. Yeah, so you see there, and they eyeballing each other, and it's like you know, <laughs> talking about you know, take you in. You're like, I don't think you're taking that's 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 a mistake. Think you had a goddamn choice, boy. <laughs> he pulled the gun out, and I'm just laughing this whole time because they give him the most. This movie works because they get to write the most ridiculous lines I have ever heard in my life, and he pulls them all off, so yep. none of them sound corny. He just talking straight trash, like I don't give a damn. You coming in, go ahead and say something. You're going to catch his ass whooping. And then they pull the guns out like that tomorrow. Oh, you, your mistakes think you're American versus Brazil. I'm like, y'all gonna, what y'all going to do? Shoot the rock? They're gonna, y'all going to shoot some more federal agents? I guess so. The, was, the, president, the president will burn Rio to the ground. <laughs> I'm like, what hey. was their whole, like, does Hobbs look like the type that care about civilians? Not at all, but it seemed like his team surely did. His, t- his, his team, the one that had lines, was like, okay, it's a lot of heat. Let's call for another day. Because he had to break. Cause I'm like, Hobbs ain't, oh, what's going on? Oh, they might hit some bystanders. <laughs> this man came out swinging his dick from the time he got off the plane. And the fact that a lot of those people just had, like, I don't know what they were. But these uh, these dudes had machine guns and all types of guns. They all had some pistols. Like what? Yeah, so it's like okay, and it was like the only thing they had was a numbers. I'm like, what was Dom's plan? Thinking okay, he gonna stand down and he gonna walk it off because he want to kill these people. What you hoping he don't? Yeah. And anyway, the whole plan was just to distract enough time to put a track on his on his van so they know where he was at. So here's the part where Vince comes back. Uh, Vince. Uh huh. Mister, you know, I just wanted to help. I just wanted to get the thing for Reds. I wanted to help anything out. You know, we family. He saves Mia because Mia just walking around buying strawberries and onions like it's all good in like the it's hood. It's sweet. Yeah, I was like, why is she out here like 
by herself. Come on, man. Ooh, rainbow carrots. I could make stew. What are you doing? You, the cops are on your tail. Reds is on your tail. Hobbs is on your tail. Are you just walking around the market getting ramen noodles? Like, what? Yeah, just, she wanted some stew for that night. I don't know. And then all of a sudden, because they, they was on her in a second, and Vince came and saved, and it's like, oh, you back in the family. That's, that's all it took. I know you got a job. Okay, you win. I'd be feeling a certain way. It's like my 11.5 million became like 9.3. Because you cool with your homie that was like, oh, he did this one good thing, even though he almost screwed us. Yeah. Imagine how, like, okay, so Dom knows Vince. Mia knows Vince. Brian, I guess, is semi-cool with Vince. Yeah, after he saved his woman. Why does Zell care about Vince? She shouldn't. Or, or Ted. Mm, he shouldn't. You think Roman cool about giving up his money like that? He know he hungry. Yeah, so... <laughs> So that's happening, but before that, we talked about the whole fact that, you know, Letty's not in this movie, and yeah. Dom's grieving over that, and boy, he got over that fast. Like, it's funny when Giselle was shooting her shot, she's like, nah, I'm gonna do all this. Um, <laughs> that agent took the cross, and then she's wearing it when they meet up again, and he looking, and she there like, yeah, what you gonna do? I got your chain. Why? Is she, okay, why is she wearing it? Is she that religious? I don't want it on the ground. I'm I, not gonna put it in my pocket. I don't think is that she was really religious. I think she felt some type of. She felt something, you know, between those the two. You know, both of them had lost, had lost because loss brought them together. But so, he didn't know. She didn't know that about him yet. No, but she was just she was feeling them. That's all that was. And he did save her life. So I give him that credit. Yeah, when yeah. he's arresting her, like you know, a police like you know, they know who you are already, and that did happen. But I'm just funny because they up there. So then he goes in the house, breaks still the chain back, and it's like you know, why are you still here in Rio? You know, Hobbs will find you. They like that, and it's like you know, it ain't about that. It's about just about justice. And then she kind of puts two and two together, talking about you know, she must have been very important to you. And it's like, you know, no, you're the first person to realize, you know, to say that to me. Mm-hmm. And that's when that whole thing starts. So anyway, they still practicing the plan. They still the police cars. <laughs> and they had this funny ass race. Like, of course, Roman going to have the sirens out loud as hell. Whatever. It's like one in the morning. It's like we're going to race for a million dollars. And then it's setting up that whole, you know, Brian and Dom. Brian's still mad because Dom always cheat. And he brings that up from like Fast and Furious 4. You gotta let it go. Let it go. So they have the race. And then you see Brian win and Brian all hype. Like, I, you know, I did it. And then you get a high five. And Roman's like, you know, I told you, you wouldn't see. It's like, he lets you win. Oh, boy. Brian is just so, he just wanted that win so bad. I felt bad. Because, you know, because he about to have a new baby. That'd be a good baby gift. And then it's like, they find out that Mia's pregnant. He's like, oh, that's why you let your man win? That's the, that's the baby gift. He's looking at Dom's like that way. He'd be like, I don't have any idea. Oh, I gotta say the voice. I got no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, grab voice himself. And then they all there. They burn in the red. They and they. This is when the teams all starting. They starting to like get together finally as a team. Cause they talking about what you gonna do with my money. Talking about you know I'm gonna give cooking lessons to my man. He's like you know I ain't worried about that. Like money, money ain't a goddamn thing. 
<sighs> like, it's like you get in bits and pieces of the personality just by having like natural conversations and they all vibing together and you know Hans watching Giselle clean the gun it's like you like doing that it's like you know when your life is on the, on the, on the line you kind of got to know what you can trust he's like you know I can respect that and she gave him the Google eyes that's when she started giving him the Google eyes and all this mm-hmm. and Dom having the table he's like you know let's have a toast you know money will come and go we all know that the most important thing are these people at the table, you know, and the things we do on the night, yada, yada, yada. Salute me, familiar. Man, forget this toast. You ain't said one word to me directly. <laughs> what's up, man? You got a problem uh-uh. with me? And I'm like, what's Dominic's ethnicity? Because Toretto seemed like an Italian name. He's speaking Spanish. I don't know. What's- because Giselle, Giselle was speaking Spanish in Fast and Furious 4, and now she's Israeli. It, it's so confusing. And, and Dominic's is because it's just never said. You can, you can guess, but you'll probably be guessing wrong. Yeah, because it's like you. Because at first I'm like, is he, I'm thinking either he's Latin or Italian. I always, I always thought Italian, but I'm not even sure anymore. I hear Italian speaking Spanish. <sighs> my, man, my man's been around the world. I don't know. Yeah, but he speaks Italian <laughs> sometimes too. Oh, we'll get to when he goes around the world in later movies. So like, <laughs> you know, so they had the plan the next day. They're gonna, you know, start setting up with the with the police cars and stuff. And it's kind of like, okay, I guess they're gonna start the plan, whatever plan he was working on. And then this one Hobbs comes in, like he found the tracker, turned it, you know, turned against him, crushes his car, and they have this ridiculous fight. I'm like, Hobbs should have murdered him. Immediately. Even size difference, take out. Like you said, Hobbs is a trained federal agent. Brian's picking out, oh, like he heard, like, you know, it's the badass, a badass. He like old testament smoking fire. We've seen him in action. We know what he can do. He trained. Dominic Toretto beating up other people that race cars. Like, and Dom- or he like sucker punch, or he like sucker punch somebody instead of shooting a fair one. Dom- like, Dominic fights, his- he, he fights like junkyard dog. That's how he fights. Yes. It's no, it's I'm- like just unorthodox, just I'm going to punch, smash, kick, and do whatever I can, and it doesn't matter. The Rock and- is skilled. Skilled. Hobbs is hitting him with tiger knees and elbows, judo flips and joint locks, and Dom just swinging around. And I'm like, there's no way in a, like this fight is, re- yeah. Somebody wrote, somebody took this, somebody like I got producer credit on this. This is I'm watching this. I remember watching movie theater and I was getting so annoyed. I'm oh, like, me this too. is this is nonsense. Like, what is going on? It's nowhere. And then it's like, you know, he could have killed him if he wanted. He hits the wrench to the ground and show he didn't. And I'm like, come on now. If they really thought that was going to happen, they would have shot him. The team, his team would have shot him. Imagine, imagine Enter the Dragon and one of them students that Bruce Lee was fighting, you know, in that big brawl, whatever I was running up against him, gave him a 50 50 fight. You'd be like, what? What is happening right now? Like, and it's just there. So anyway, they get arrested. They're taking them in, about to go to the airport. They ain't even worried about the other ones. <laughs> they, got no. the they, they got the people they want. <laughs> and then they get they get jumped. And this is an awesome action scene because you see the – it's like remind me of Clear Present Danger. It's like a similar scene. You see the guy on the roof with the RPG, you know, blow up the truck in the front, blow up the truck in the back. 
And then Hobbs out there with the machine gun like G.I. Joe. And it's funny. You watch this like, okay, so that's why they put him in G.I. Joe. Mm -hmm. Because it reminds me like a scene that G.I. Joe and then truck blows up with another RPG. And then the dude's laying in, you know, the black dude's laying inside. And then you see the two grenades just drop down. And you see his face at first like, I'm struggling to get out. And then you see the grenades. It's like, yeah. Peace. I know how this ends. Like, peace out. And then it's like, you just hear... You don't hear it explosion. You just hear like, you know, when somebody mutes it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's there on the ground, sees his team dead, and he's about to go out. And then all of a sudden, because Elena let him go, Vince, Dom, and Brian out there, machine guns blasting. Like, Brian know how to use his guns. So he's just knocking people out. Dom with his shotgun. Vince out there. So they get they get house escape. And then you realize Vince gets hits. You don't know when, but he caught a bullet. And it's like, you know, dies. Oh, and this movie established like, yes, people, heroes will die. Because Fast and Furious 4, Letty died. We'll yeah. get to what happened with Letty afterward. This one, someone dies. Fast and Furious 6, someone dies. So it's like, you know, this is, this is when they start to realize, okay, yeah, people can actually die. And it's like, you know, it means something. So he's there, and it's like, they're ready to escape. And it's like, you know, I'm here to finish the job. And Roman's like, your man's sitting here cold on the table. What you talking about? Like, it's time to get out of here. And it's like, you know, I, you know you're free to do whatever you want to do. I'm here to get revenge. Like, finish what I started. And then Hobbs is like, I'll ride with you. At least until we get him. Until we get him. Let's get that son of a bitch. And then that's the only way the plan works. Because Hobbs is there and Elena's there with that truck that, you know, provides like a fullback. Yeah. And the plan's there. And then it comes the most awesome part of the movie. Like the last 30 minutes from the time they say that to the end is just awesome. They take the, this super truck, knock down the wall. They get the, t- okay, they take these two Ford Mustangs. And I'm, and I'm like, they're not going to try to drag this safe, are they? Yep. And they there and they dragging and dragging it. And I'm watching this and people started laughing because it's like this seems so insane. And it is. And basically, it's like, you know, it's like a mission from Grand Theft Auto. Let's take this safe and run through Rio. And you know what? Thinking about it now in 2019, that could have played so bad that the audience would be like, oh, I was with it until the end. And. Uh, forget this movie, blah, blah, blah. It, it could have turned people off, but people went along with the ride. I remember people saying, like, this seems so damn ridiculous, but it's so awesome. Yeah, it I was like... The vibe when it came out, and I remember people talking about it. And then I watched the behind-the-scenes thing, like, they, they actually did it. And that was like, and that's when you realize, like, people get credit for Mission Impossible because they do a lot of stunts real. So does Fast and Furious. Like the most ridiculous stunts they do, like the one when they jumped the buildings in Furious Seven, mm-hmm. when they jumped the cars out of the plane, they really did that. They did that in real life. Just think about that. Mm. <laughs> they, yeah. What happened? If we take a car and fly it out of a plane with a parachute. Let's what if we could do that in real life? And they did it. They could have CGI that. They could have easily did it. They could have easily put like a MacBook Pro. And Final Cut X or whatever, and CGI it. They really did that. Yeah, let's take a car and jump it from a building to a building to another building. Cause why not? Let's get a real life tank in, in Fast <laughs> and Furious Six, and let's do that. Cause why not? Yeah. So they really did this, you know, with the safe, 
And that chase scene is just awesome because it's like, you know, they, they had to work in unison to get this safe from point A to point B. Amiya's out there, like Felicity from Arrow, calling it out, make this left on such and such. You got to make this hairpin turn. And the whole next tail two ways. Oh, God. It, How ubiquitous they were back then. Like, because, yeah, you don't got time to call. Because think about it. You got to call it out instantaneously. You ain't got time to text nobody. Yeah. Yeah. So th- those things actually do k- came in pretty handy. Yes. And they continue to use them because they do come in handy. And they're just there. And they just going through. Knock, and then, you know, using the safe as a weapon, knocking down buildings and banks. I'm like, they caused a lot of damage to Rio. How much billions of million, like, and how did they not kill anybody? That's what I always asked. Like, you didn't get, you didn't kill any, nobody got injured at least? I'm, I'm like, they had to hit somebody at least once by accident. So they almost about to get caught. And then all of a sudden, you see Roman and Han in the police vehicles. You know, they clear away. It's like you got a 10-second window, make it count. And you, I'm wondering, like, what does that mean? I'm like, when they first said it, I like make like they didn't pay any mind. Then you see him under the bridge, you see the you see the you know the garbage truck. And you see it for like two seconds. And you don't think about it. I was like, okay, they at the bridge, and then like Reyes is there, like, you know, we don't we'll get him on the bridge because there's enough friction there we can catch up with him. And they realize the same thing. You're like, okay, what's the plan? And Dom's like, this part of the plan. Like, you go ahead and go. And Mia's losing her mind. Like, what are you talking about? You know, we got to stick together. That's the plan. He's like, this was always the plan. So he do the whole heroic sacrifice, turn the knives on. And he's that <laughs> safe as like a damn mace. Just knocking out police cars, drop them in the water. And then the dude had the truck pull out the Gatling gun. Because, <laughs> like... Reyes is getting pissed. Like, well, someone killed his asshole. What is taking so long? It's one dude. And he just getting angrier and angrier. And then they pull out the Gatling gun. And he uses physics to swing that safe. It was like a boomerang. Jumps out the car. Because, yeah, the car is going off the bridge with all that momentum. Yeah. And then, you know, hits the car. He thinks he's about to shoot Dom. And then Brian's there. Saves him. It's like, you know... So I told you, Lee, like I made a call. Just like you know, a throwback to when they said beginning the movie. And then Hobbs shows up and just a badass line, like raises the on the ground to help me. <laughs> look at him, just pulls out double shot. That's my team, you son of a bitch. So now, this is the question I got to ask. Did he cross the line? Did he cross the line by killing him just like that? No. Because he could have easily just took him in, right? Does he seem not the type to bring somebody in like that? I mean, he's gonna bring in. He told uh, Dominic and Brian they were arrested. Yeah, that's different. That's arrest them. He murdered his team. Okay, I mean, I just want to. I want to be clear because I felt like that he maybe had crossed somewhat of a line. Are we? Are we making an argument if Hobbs is a good police officer? No, 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 no. no, no. That's not the argument. The <laughs> argument. The argument is he can't. Okay, the. The way the movie's kind of going before all that was, he just does his job. It doesn't matter if you're innocent or guilty. I'm just going to do my job. His way. With his cold. And we've seen him murder people. Like I said, he ain't got no, like, so it's not this whole. Okay. Okay. You're right. You're right. You're right. So, and those whole alive, if possible, dead and necessary. It's like dead or alive. He's like RoboCop. Dead or I, alive. He comes to me. 
Because I'm figuring, like, okay, he's pretty much on the ground. He, what can he do? Just, you know, whatever. But he just shoots, and I'm like, ah, oh, he kind of crossed the line. So it's kind of like, ah. Like you you can kind of see where it was going. It's Brazil. Boy, and he's doing, like I said, it's a foreign land. American jingoism at his best. And so he probably forgot. Basically, it, it, listen, whatever you do over there is whatever you do. You good. Die that's way. how they, that's how they treated it. Okay, that's fine. Oops, and, and then he just said, like you know, hell of a mess. Looking around, like yeah, like how many millions of dollars of taxpayer money you just did? Still, this more like you know, yeah, I get no, I ain't, I can't let you go. I ain't wired that way. I give you twenty four hours. You know, make peace, whatever God you have. The money stays though. And he's like, you know, I see you soon. He's like, no, you won't. Oh, and yeah. then he's just kind of, and then he just let him go. And he's like looking at the safe. And then, and they established that he's like in, intuitive because when they first put the car together and they couldn't figure out why they took the car apart, he gets in the car, turns it on, see everything going, and then checks the CD player and realize they took, you know, they took the chip. Yeah. So it's like how, like Hobbs pays attention. So he's there looking at the safe, and then he sees and like the safe opens, and then they flash back to the garbage truck, and you see Giselle driving the truck. You see Leon Santos grab the first safe. And flip the new say I'm like, that was so damn smooth. Smooth. So smooth. So smooth. And I and it was kind of like it was right in front of your face and we didn't even pay attention. It was just so like how they did so awesome. We just started laughing. And then they opened up the safe. Donzo Kaduro song start playing and they high-fiving, about to have a heart attack. It's like my life just changed. It's like that's the best part of these heist movies when they pull off the heist and they get the money. But let me ask you this. The Rock wasn't going after them at all. He wasn't going after them. He just made them believe he was coming after them, right? No, he was going to go after them. No, 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 no. Listen, I'll try to tell you. He was going to go we'll after them. We'll get there. We're going to the no, no, he, he was. Think about how Fast Five ended. Think about how this one ends. Okay, but I'm talking about how six opens he comes, you know, we'll get there, but he comes in like, I wasn't hiding. I wasn't hiding. I've been here the whole time. So you could have came and got me whenever. No, but the dynamics change by between five and six when we get to the end of five. So it's different. No, he's going to go after him. You, you think he's just going to let him go? I'm going to give you a head start. And then, you know, all well that ends well. I get you I, next time. I honestly Does he see the Yes, seen the I, type? I just figured he was like just the way his aura is in the you know in the six when it opens. It's like he wasn't coming after them at all because he was coming he, after he, him. Needed, he needed them, and it was different. Like he found them, but he, the difference was by the time we'll get to six. By the time six come, he knew where they were, but he couldn't extradite them because they made a big deal in Fast Five. Like what you know, oh, all these cities have in common, no extradition. And beginning of the sixth, they made a thing like, you know, you can't touch them Hobbs. You don't have any jurisdiction. So it was like, by that time, it was too late. So, but no. By the, he was going to chase them as, as, much, as much as he could. He, I don't know if he necessarily could arrest them because they went to countries where he couldn't. But you think he's just going to give up? I think he so. Seemed- I just think, I think he was like, you know what? You looked out, you, you looked out for me to get my revenge. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you, hey, you got 24 hours. That man was working at 10:45 in the <laughs> office on a weeknight, stamping files, and they brought up to like, you know, that Toretto not interested. So no, he didn't chase them. So anyway, they open up, <laughs> they, they get the money, and we get the montage because of course we do. So first they give the word, they give Vince's girl all that money, 
And I'm like, they just somehow broke in the house, left a big bag of money, hoping no one watched them. Did you just say broken? Broken? I'm sure that door didn't have a lock on it. I'm almost positive that door didn't have a lock on it. <laughs> they, I, I was trying to be nice and like maybe they took the lock off because yes, the door did not have a lock on. I'm like, they just dropped a big bag of money that was open and hoping nobody peeked in. Yeah. And, yeah. Okay. They must have really like, and her life changed. Like, okay, I guess messing with this gringo works out. <laughs> so, you know, Taz does what because Taz said he's going to do. It. You know, he want to open up. Uh, um, a garage. Smartest so one out the group. Smartest one. Oh, he always was a smart man. Like, you know, I'm going to make my money work for me. Opens up the garage. And Roman, like a true Negro, just want to lock out there. Brand new suit, supercar, his Latin woman, because that's how Tyrese rolled. It's like, this is so much. And then Ted just looking at him like, this man right here. Just out here talking about what we doing. I made a shake of Abu Dhabi off. You're going to confuse. It's one of the only three cars in the eastern, what does it say, eastern hemisphere. Yeah. And he just talking trash. Like, okay, we're about to go. He's like, we riding this. Like, no. And then the exact, like a similar model comes in, drop with driven with two women. It's like, okay, I guess we could floss together. Like, Ted is smart with his money, but he'll still spend his money. Rome is like, you know, look at me. So, Leon Santos go to Monaco. Oh, boy. I need to know where that ball landed. And listen, I'm going to say what I, I said. I think they lost. I, I don't think neither one of them won. Because it looked like it landed on green. One bet on red. The other bet on, on black. black. And it looked like it was implied that it laid on green. But we don't know. They never bring it up again. You see they face... And they don't seem to look like um, Santos probably was like one of Leo. Like, um, he said he didn't care about money that much. He brought it up like, you know, money don't mean a damn thing to me. I'm just doing this just to do it for like the justice thing. The other one was all about the loot. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, just watching this. I'm like, why? The fact that they did that kind of show, like, we cool, we got the money, but we ain't sweating it. Because you got $10 million, you're just going to gamble all of it. All of it at one time. At one time. And I'm just laughing at that. Han the pimp out there on the autobahn with his woman on here. I'm like, this is why Han was. How many times you can see an Asian be cool without knowing kung fu and get the hottest girl? And that's what makes it so great. That's what makes this character so like cool. Because it's like, it's either a stereotype. Or some goofy shit going on, or something, you know, something, or either a karate. Like, yeah, said. he's either like, I know martial arts, or I'm a tech whiz, and you know, I can't fight. And he's there riding with the baddest woman on, on his lap, going 160 miles per hour, just chilling. And it didn't feel forced. And it, it felt like, yeah, they felt, and it's funny looking at that now. And it's also funny because it's like, they established these movies happen. Before Tokyo Drift. Mm-hmm. And once you saw them together, it's like, yeah, this is not going to end well. And it's that's when the first time it sunk in. It really sunk in beginning of six. That's the first time it sunk in when they got together and they all love me. They're talking about, you know, where we're going to go. Maybe like, you know, Madrid. It's like, you always talk about Tokyo. Like, we get there someday. Like, as soon as they sit down, like, this ain't going to end well at all. Because oh, they got to find a way, like, if he's with Giselle, they all love me like that. And by the time Tokyo Drift come, he ain't with Giselle. Either Giselle broke up, which, I mean, I guess, or Giselle ain't there no more. Yeah. 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 
it was like I, that's the first time it sunk in is when they were together like yeah this is going to end in tragedy it's going to be a damn shame so but enjoy the moment there and then they at the beach Mia's there pregnant Dom shows up with Elena Elena just gave his, gave her job away I'm just riding with this criminal I met over a span of a few days and you know what I don't need any explanation I'm I mean he got, he got swagger I, and I'm fine with that I was like okay I'm cool with this because this this is how the movie's going, the transition of the movie where some things just don't need questioning. You can see something and be like, okay, whatever. I'm going with it. <laughs> so they're there. They get along. And like, you know, let's have a race. This me and you, no money, things like that. Just kind of, And it's funny where by this time they're like, we're friends, friends, almost like brothers because like it's family now. Mm-hmm. I've never seen Mia so happy and stuff. We didn't talk about the speech about, you know, tell me about your father, Dom. And that whole, my father. I remember everything about my father. I, my father. You know, we used to go out there and grill all the time, and you couldn't touch the food without saying grace. And, you know, he used to stay up late to help me with the homework and anything like that. Like, he just loved his dad. And it's funny, they never, they, most movies, either the father's not there or the father's like a hard ass. And Brian's the one, like, I don't remember anything about my father, if he was good or bad, if he shot at hit me, like, he was never there. And it's like, so Brian, the one from the broken home, that's why he was rolling with Roman and cool with Ted, and Dom was the family man and everything like that. And it's funny, they're talking about the father, they're not talking about his mom. Never. Never. So I'm wondering, did she just leave them? She might have just left them. <sighs> I mean, maybe. But that's just weird. It's like, anyway, so anyway, they had one last race. And then they had to race the credit scene go. That's how we roll with Buster Rhymes. And you see how, and you see the breakdown, like when they had, when they were like other movies. Cause it's funny, like, yeah, you saw Ludacris before. He had a big ass afro. afro. And he's like, it's a totally different person now. Yeah, like you saw Rome. And it's just funny, like, how these movies start. Like, you see, when the first time you see Dominic in Fast and Fears 1, he, his face thin. He just look all sleek like a shark. And now he's like all big and bulky. Like, like it's just funny where all the movies started, how this franchise started, where it got to. And then you see Hobbs in his office. Talking about, oh yeah, he gonna let him go, not chase him. Yeah, whatever. And what's her name? Ava Mendez. I can't forget what his character name was. There is. Shit. Why is this on the tip of my tongue? Hold on, we can find out. Mm-hmm. Matter. Matter of fact, I found it. Monica Fuentes. Here we go. Customs agent. It's like, oh, they know each other. Was you? Even, I wasn't even. I remember surprised because, like, one, this is like the first one they had. Like, this is the second one after Fast and Furious to have like a post-credit scene. I was so, and I, it, I was so, I, I was like, oh shit! But I was like, I was disappointed because it was like nothing afterwards. It was just, oh okay. And I remember like they had the credits and then. Credits in, and then you see him in the office. If people hadn't left, like some people started to get up, and it's like, oh, it's a scene, and it's like, you know, I got something for you. It's like, oh, they know each other because, like, if you watch the movies, you know who she is. If you mm-hmm. had like Amanda's doing this, like, you know, we got a job, such and such to that, like Toretto. She's like, no, not interested. Like, yes, you are. Keep looking. And then the last page is Letty. So good. So and good. Oh, and you know what's funny? Michelle Rodriguez said she didn't realize she was going to be the next one till that scene happened. Oh, wow. She said that's when these... Oh, because she's like... 
I thought was dead. <laughs> and it's like, and that's like the first one to end on like a cliffhanger. Oh shit, Letty's alive. And then, and then the rest of the credits play, and it's like, wow. Because not only with this movie succeed its own, it sets up the next one. Yep. And it's like, this is a move, and it's like, this is like the MC, because think about it, Iron Man came out 2008, so by this time, I think the Avengers came out, what, 2000, I think 12? 12, or 12 so, or 11. I think 12. Yeah, it came out 12. So it's like, we have used to like a, before that, we didn't have movie universes. Like when a movie ended, it ended. Like Pirates of the Caribbean was the only thing that came close that's like, you know, like on a big scale, what happened in the previous one counts to this one. Mm-hmm. Resident Evil did it to a certain extent on a smaller budget, and Underworld did it. But as far as like big time budget thing, because even Mission Impossible didn't even start doing that till after Fast and Furious did. So it's like they have a whole because it was a big thing. Not only we're bringing back people from the original one, we're bringing people back from Too Fast, Too Furious, and Tokyo Drift. Like it's like it's like an all star team. Mm-hmm. They did enough movies. Like we can take people from all four movies and have this squad here and put a team together. And you didn't have a movie franchise that wasn't like comic book based that could do something like that. Yeah. Fast and Furious were, were ahead, ahead of the game. And just a diverse group of like all, it was basically, I just say Paul Walker and a bunch of Negroes. <laughs> oh, Paul Walker, and a bunch of color. Cause it's like, it's just this diverse group of just all these different races, ethnicities and like vibes and style with the music and everything. And, so I'm like, and, and they don't have to beat you over the head with it. They don't they, have to say, Oh, we're well, looking at, you know, it's, it doesn't have to be talked about. You just, and it's one of those things when you go to movie theaters, like every dyna- every demographic goes see fast and furious. Like everyone, like it's one of like this in comic books. It's like, because normally some movies like it's mostly white people or mostly black people or like mostly old or mostly women. And Fast and Furious is one of the few mainstreams like it's everybody. Like it don't matter what race. Like they they break it down to make a big deal. People like surprise. And it's kind of like you can have people in color have these big time movie franchises that do just fine. And I always laugh when people get surprised. Oh, Fast and Furious proves diversity works. I'm like, how many movies they have to do? They would... Furious Seven was coming out and they were still saying the, the same thing. Yeah, I, 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 like, I figured you would have learned that by now. Yeah, you would think people, but it's always something new. <laughs> they got to make it like, oh well, no, it's been happening. Where you been? So it's this, and it's like, okay, now we get excited for the next one. And yeah, I would say like my two, the two best are this one and Furious Seven. I give the edge to this. I would say if you hadn't watched any of them, Fast Five is the best. If you've watched all of them, Fear Seven is the best. If that like Fear Seven is like the most emotional and impactful. Fast Five is just the best. And it's it's the one that like matches like the the best way how they use the people. Because after this, it becomes a power imbalance. And we've talked about that. Yeah. And I think that this was the this is the one where I, I, it's nothing really, for the exception of the fight scenes uh, with you know Vin Diesel and The Rock. This movie is pretty much damn near. I'm not gonna say perfect, but it's a clean movie. It's all, it's awesome. It's one of the best action movies of the decade. Like this is just awesome, well done, and this is like the first one that feel like big scale, super professional. Like it's just like high, and it's and it's funny. We've done them since, and it ain't a lot of action. Like it's. 
The only action franchise that come close is like matching like scale and spectacle is Mission Impossible. And Mission Impossible had to get to that point because Mission Impossible wasn't necessarily there either when these came out. Mission Impossible was there once starting, I want to say, the fourth Mission Impossible since is at that point now. But it's like it's those two and everybody else. Because Michael Bay stopped doing these type of movies. Mm-hmm. Like he was busy doing Transformers. Comic movies are more CGI based and the dirty secrets, like most of the fight scenes and comic movies suck. <laughs> like and and it's funny where they only start getting good when the raid came raid and John Wick came out and then they had to step the game up sometimes. But it's like, yeah, when it comes like action scenes and like action spectacle, it's fast and furious. And then it's everybody else. Yes, it is. And it made, and it made it brought Vin Diesel back into the forefront. It made him a very rich man. And The Rock went from a dude that wrestled that was in movies some people saw to I'm a movie star. Yeah, I think this is when people really said, "Okay, I'm on board." Like, okay, I really see this. Is, he's a movie star now because I think it was still some of those people who still kind of looked at The Rock as, "Oh, the wrestler, the wrestler." The yeah, Rock. but this yeah, is this changed. is. Yeah, things yeah. changed because this is when his name was really picking up, and and that and he can't that and like you know he was wrestling again, yeah, so that, it's like, yeah, so that helped with that helped twofold because it helped this franchise, it helped him, and it helped WWE. The first WrestleMania I went to live was because of The Rock, the one in Miami wrestled John Cena. I flew first class and brought good like box seats to see The Rock in Miami. That's the first time I met Cam. Cause he went to WrestleMania and we, we had like, we had like known each other like via, cause we was on like a message board, yeah. a torch message board. And that's how we met. He went to mania. I went to mania and I went to mania and paid that money solely because the rock came back. That's the first time. And I've been to plenty of mania since then. So that's how important the rock is to me. And you take him to a franchise that I enjoy. And this is when I started to love the franchise was because of this one. And it's like I have to see all like I have to see all of them. I have to be there. Yeah. This is this is the one that got me really invested in it. And I just thought watching the movies over and over again. Uh it is we should do you want to push this to go ahead and do the six one now or you wanna wait? No, we can do it. Okay. All right. Let's... We can just take a break in between the two and then we'll go ahead. Cause it's kinda like they go hand in hand actually. I'm gonna just keep on recording it. Let's just keep let's keep doing it. So, go right ahead. Okay, uh, we are now going into 2013. I think it came out May the seventh, 2013. Fast and Furious Six. This movie budget was 160 million. It made 788.7 million dollars. Um, this movie here was really cool because The Rock became ah, do I want to say he became part of the family? Should I say it or did, should I, I say mean, should I no, say No, yes. You can say it. Yeah, yeah, he became part of the family as far as his own screen character uh Hobbs. Um I don't think this is my favorite one, but I think this is probably in the top 3. I will say this is low key the most, the second most important one. And By what? the time it, because, and what, because think about this. This is the last one before Tokyo Drift. Yeah. 
Okay. A lot of uh, this is like the end of like a lot of people aren't here after this one. It changes the dynamic because it's it changes the dynamic of the team because it was different in Fast Five was like the Rock was there but he was the bad guy, and this one he's the good guy. So it's like now we have three, you know, like three wings. Like anybody watched the Celtics, one of the problems they had is. It's such a thing of having too much of a good thing. Well, you got three people that play similar positions and they all want the ball. They all can't have the ball. You know, you can have Jalen Brown, you can have Jason Tatum, you can have Gordon Hayward. Having them all together at the same time creates problems. This is when it became a problem where it's like you have Paul Walker, Vin Diesel, and The Rock, and they're all heroes. They're all top notch. And their way of handling is like, if you notice watching this and Furious 7, they do a reverse. Paul, like Paul Walker and The Rock are rarely together. Mm. The Rock is always with Vin Diesel and Paul Walker is doing his own thing or doing stuff with the team. Yeah, that is true. Just you know, stink of, And that's kind of way it's like we can't have all three of you eating, so we got to take one away. And in this one, they hold things like let's have Paul Walker do his own thing separate. Furious 7 is the rock's barely in it because of filming issues. So it's like he's there in the beginning, he's there in the end, and that's it. But this one is like you have to deal with that dynamic. So Leon Santos, they not here, so they gone. And then you still you still bring back Ted, you still bring back Roman, Giselle and Han. And then the whole thing is we got to get Luddy back. Okay. That's basically the whole thing. Like, you know, and I just laugh at the whole premise because it's only so three people it's only three people yeah. who know letty yeah and hobbs whole thing is i'm chasing this team that's going across europe still in these parts for the super weapon and my team can't handle it so i'm going to get help <laughs> i'm going to get the jokers who just bested me in fast five and i'm going to use letty as bait so they'll help me just think about and this is the first time he gets them. Think about how ridiculous that is. The US government can't stop this guy, but Roman Pierce can. Yes, Roman Pierce, Tej, Giselle, Han, Dominic, Brian. I mean, I know you respect them because they had this whole thing, but I'm like, that don't seem ridiculous. Like his appearance, like, who? You getting <laughs> who? Listen, listen. If talking about it that way, yes, this sounds insane. But you talking to a fan of the franchise, so no, it doesn't sound insane. It sounds Roman exactly said right. Himself, it's like what is going on? <laughs> this not we not talk about drug dealers. We, we don't do this. We don't do this. This ain't us. This is vehicular warfare. What's going on? Like he points it out. Like this is not what we do. And it's funny because that's one of the whole thing. Because Giselle's re- is the reverse. Like this is what we do. And it's just funny how that whole plan. So it starts with that after, you know, Brian has his baby and you see Hobbs there in like London with his sidekick, Agent Riley Pierce, (laughs) played by Gina Carano. And this is when they first and this is when Fast and Furious starts saying, like, let's take popular people that's doing different stuff and put our movies because one Gina Carano's in this. Two, one of the leads of the raid, Joe Toslam, is in this. Mm-hmm. And it's like, let's take these cool, like, you see them in this cool thing, we're going to bring them in our cool thing. 
The same thing that John Wick ended up doing later on. It's like it's funny where they were ahead of the curve with that. Yeah. Like, like I'll give Vin Diesel credit. He knows talent. Like he knows who to get and where to get and where to get them. And even with somebody, you know, Rita Ora showing up as a is a cameo. Like she was a big deal around this time. Yeah. I it, mean, she's. It's it, it is interesting because now that I'm thinking about it, they got. Uh, Ronda Rousey at the height, I think at the height, yeah, at the height of her height, she was in that movie. So yeah, he is. They are really good about grabbing people like that at the right time and putting them, you know, in the right positions. At the yeah, right like, and like this people, that's cool. You want to see them in our movie? Cool. So we get them in our movie. So that's the whole plan. Like we gotta get a team, and, like, and you know, she breaks down like I did this. I'm special forces, yada yada yada. And people had mixed feelings about Gina Carano, the actress. I'm like. Action stuff, she's perfect. Fine. Yeah, she's fine. Talking, it's a mixed bag. It's like she's okay sometimes, as long as she don't do too much. And I'm like, she she still gets she gets plenty of work. She's gonna be in that Star Wars show. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be on Disney Plus. So it's like she gets plenty of work. Like the physicality helps, and it also helps where people who normally can do that don't look like that. Yeah, like Gina Carano looks the way she looks and still kicks ass. So if you can do that and walk and chew gum. You're going to have a career as long as, your, as long as your knees hold up. As long as your knees so, hold up. As long as you don't um, burn no bridges. So they're basically chasing Owen Shaw. My man, Luke Evans. <laughs> Let's talk about my man. Oh, so this is when we, we way past the whole I'm a drug dealer or I'm stealing, you know, I'm a customs things. I ain't stealing DVDs no more. It's like I was in British SAS, the heavy weapons unit that somehow Tej knows all about. Like, yeah, I heard they were badass. How you know Tej? I had a life. He had a life. Soldier and Fortune Weekly. Listen, <laughs> like, I, how, I feel no, like I, I feel like we need a movie to know about Tej's life before all this. I really do. Because the first time we saw him, he's hanging out with DJ uh, with MC Jen. I'm like, wait a minute. W- what were you doing? I heard about this SAS Heavy Weapons <laughs> Division. You did? Where? Where did, where did you hear had, this out? But anyway, so we'll, we jump around. I'm like, okay, so Luke Evans is a higher caliber level of villain. And this is the first time, like, this is the first movie. It's like, okay, we doing stuff was like that kind of out of the element. Like, was like it we we're not car people that still stuff. We're superheroes now, mm-hmm. fighting like you know, mil- like it's a big difference, you know, going after between like Drift King and this dude with the transforming cars. And I like Luke Evans, one of those dudes where it's like he's a, he's in a lot of stuff. He should be a big star. He's not a big star, but he just keeps popping up stuff, getting work. I was laughing my ass off, and he was in Beauty of the Beast. His Gaston just chewing up scenery. I'm like, look at Owen Shaw here, just prancing around like Velveteen Dream. <laughs> and just him. And this is the first one where it's like, it's not just him. He has his own team. And they talk about that. So it ain't just him solo. It's like, you know, I got my own squad. I'm doing this. And somehow Hobbs is like, you know, after he interrogates it, it's funny when they capture the one dude and you see the back of his head, you know, it's not Dominic Toretto, but the way they film it, they kind of lead you on like, you know, like it's a big ball dude that's sitting down. Mm-hmm. So from the back, it's like, is that him? Maybe then turn around like this big ugly dude. He He's still, you know, throwing jurisdiction and how to interrogate out the window, just beating the hell out of him. 
to get a confession he can't use in court. Listen, he beat the shit out that dude. I don't even know how that dude who was still alive. That dude should have been dead. And that dude had him like three inches and like 30 pounds and didn't make a difference. Right, but what my man said, he says, is that legal? Can he do that? <laughs> no, are like, you going to stop? <laughs> and it's like, okay, we found out where Shaw is. She's like, let's get him. Like, oh, whoa, oh, oh, you know, can't just go ahead and run up on Owen Shaw. Women, like, we got to get a team. So <laughs> Dobbs is laid up in the bed with his with Thor's wife him, herself, laid in the bed, just chilling. And if you watch the extended edition, you yeah. see more skin than you see in like the regular edition. He's just yeah, there that's the one I Yeah, that's the one I watched. Just living the life in there, and it's like, oh, so this is what ten million buy. So he wasn't hard. You, he wasn't hard to find. He like, I wasn't running. I gotta mm, mm, go ahead, mm. spit it out because you been talking about the other movie. I, I just gotta, I got an issue with how they got together. I just do. It's like, okay, I get it. Lost brought them together, but if Letty's alive. Then y'all pretty much had a what a week, a two week, a month. They don't they don't sound much time. That's true too. That that's also they true. They don't say. And it's, I mean, it's established enough where okay, enough time went by for me to have a baby. Oh yeah, so because you know even at the end of five, you saw her stomach got bigger. So it's kind of yeah. like okay, so yeah, you're right. They don't really say time. Yeah, all so right, time, and it's there, and they all laid together and everything like that. And she out there with the gun, like you can't touch. Like she, she ride or die. Yeah, she a rider. Like, can't touch him. And he's like, no, whoa, whoa, I'm just here to talk. And it's like you know, when we done, he's gonna beg to help me. And down, like we talk about, it's like you know, so a picture of Letty. You got this all conflicting emotions and everything like that. And Elena brings a good point. Talking about if that was my husband, and it was a chance he was alive, I would do everything I can to find out. So she ain't this whole you can't do it yada yada yada. I'm like she ain't Adrian Balboa and like she, Rocky. She may be the greatest side chick ever in movie cinema. Oh, that's not. Oh God, you're right, and that's a shame. Depending <laughs> on how she what happens to her, but it's like she's understanding because like she's been through that, and that's why they're together in the first place. And he's there, and then he shows Brian Brown like this bullshit. I know how cops go. <laughs> they, do this, they do this shit all the time it's just hilarious like Brian went from I'm just want to be a cop to like you can't trust these pigs yeah like I do this you used to do it all the time like oh okay you tell it on yourself alright keep going uh, it's like we gotta find a way of doing everything like that and then be the same supportive too like you know bring bring Letty home and go you know go with him cause he don't want to leave cause like you know cause Dom is like no I do this myself. You're a father now, and everything like that. And we're like, no, y'all, y'all always better together. It's always been that way. I trust, I trust him more, knowing that you're there, bringing Letty home. And it just showed that that name was like, this is a one big family, and it's the one person missing. Cause it's funny, Fast and Furious Four, Letty dies, and they make a little deal of it, but it's not like a real big deal. It's like she, they die, she go to the funeral, they talk about a little bit. Dom cares. The rest of them was like, after they get it out, it was like they just kept it moving. Yeah. So what? Let's keep going. Yeah, but it just felt weird. Like she was such an important part of the franchise, and they was like, oh yeah, she died. So I wonder if that was always a plan. It, 
that's the whole thing. One thing about this franchise is certain things you want to be like, was was that always the plan or did y'all just talk it out in the room or did, you know, did another writer come and say, hey, we should do this? It's a lot of questions with certain things that happen. Well, it helps that they had the same writer for most of these since like um, Tokyo Drift, because this isn't just a sequel to Fast Five. This is a sequel to the fourth one. Because a lot of stuff from the fourth one comes back in this, yeah. and they link a lot of stuff, and they do it in a way where it makes sense. I'm like, wait a second. This is some Marvel shit. It's- like, the way they link stuff together, I'm like, okay, I don't know if this was a happy accident or they had a general idea. Because not only does it link together, it does a way where it feels like it's organic. You know what I'm starting to believe? The Fast and Furious franchise are having too many this can't be accidents because certain things are just matching up and playing out so well for them from from the from tokyo drift to have like i said from half tokyo drift be what it was and to be into this movie where it's like an important part of the franchise now it's just i I always find that insane because i remember the backlash on that movie because i was like oh boy is this movie even going? Is this franchise even going to last after this? But it still made money, not as much as everything else, all the other movies. But I don't know, man. I just think they got some geniuses over there. Just like, hey, we got to be smart about certain things, certain things that we do. We can bring this person back. We can do this. And I, they has got some smart people over there. And I'm reading about how much work they put in to get this time in, and it was like, you know, eight. They had to complete eighteen months of post production. In three months, said they used five film editors, specialist teams, and sound mixers that required two movie theater side stages alone. They put a lot of work in this movie. Wow! A whole Justin Lin, like Justin Lin is like the MVP of this franchise. He did some heavy ass look. Because keep in mind, it was a lot of stressful because they wanted to film six and seven back to back. Yeah, yeah. And what ended up happening, like some stuff they were saving for seven, they ended up putting in six, and like vice versa. And then, you know, we had tragedy. We won't we won't get to that. But it's like stuff changed in the space. And I was like, you know, it was the reason why Justin Lin couldn't come back to do seven because of time. Like a lot. And The Rock was barely in seven because like time and issues. But anyway, it's like, you know, we're getting the team back. to OK, so you know why Brian and Dom's doing it. They call and then they make the call. They make they call Tej, Roman, Han and Giselle. Tess chilling with his, you know, his Lamborghini, no shirt, Ludacris on the show. <laughs> I eat fish and do crunches now. Look at my ass. It's like, you know, used to be Robin Hood, give to the rich, you know, take from the rich, get the poor. And I actually got the little people. It's like, you know, I realized, I grew up, I realized money doesn't grow on trees. It rains and then hacks the ATM machine. So money's just shooting out the ATM. And they went Because he's like, either the man of the people. Roman there with the private plane. Like how many? Like six women? I think it was like six, four, four or six. It was like a lot of women just chill. Like we gonna go to modern. We gonna go to the French Riviera. We got to go to casinos and da 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 da. Just living the life. And Giselle and Han just chilling, eating ramen noodles with shrimp. <laughs> like you know, talking about you know, we gonna settle down. You know, she's like, is this what we doing? Then you got like you know, settle down one where like you know, it's like. I'm ready to chill. And it's funny when you see them start talking. I like when people start talking like this, it don't end well at all. And I'm just getting so, and now every time I just start getting so angry, I'm like, why are they talking like this? So then the cops show up and they got each other back. They pull the gun out, go back to back. And like, this is ride or die thing. 
and the, the cop throws the phone and how people are like, Dom. And then <laughs> Tej gets the call. He's like, I'll be right there. Bounced. Roman gets the call. Hey, make a U-turn. So it's like, oh, we, I'm, this whole thing is like, you know how people say you need anything, call, I'll be there. They was like that. They was like, you yeah. call, we there. Yeah. That's Most what. That's one thing I can say for the, you know, that this one felt more unified than the fifth one because mm-hmm. it was more, like I said, getting to know each other. This one's like, nah, I got you, dog. I'm there. Like, because, you know, they didn't know Letty, but they were there because he needed help. Yeah. And here's the thing. Han knew Letty. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Han did. So the other ones didn't, but it's like, you know, they called and they didn't know what the thing was about. They just say, you know, it's calling. So they there, they get there, and then, you know, so they, oh, they like, we're Leo Santos. Last time we heard, they were in casinos in Monaco. Like, <laughs> so I'm guessing it's like, they must have did something. So maybe they, if they still run around casinos, that means they didn't lose. Yeah, they won. They won. So it's like, okay, because I was wondering where they are. It's like there. And then the team is more streamlined. Because it's like a lot more people there. And then, you know, Gina Caron looking at this like, you know, you trust these guys? You're like, nope. And then this is when they start to get the whole the Roman and Hobbs jokes. Because they had they would had jokes for each other the entire – like it was like smoke on sight between those two. Okay. Like he took all his – like Hobbs took all his animosity he had for Dominic and just aimed it at Roman. But it, you know, and it, uh, again, it all—it seems like some something that was happening offset that they just brought on set and just say, just oh, go, just say that it. line about the forehead line to end the movie. That was ad lib. That's why I ludicrous fits the water out. <laughs> yeah. And I, I remember that line got a big ass laugh, and it was just out of, <laughs> it was just out of nowhere. And I remember getting a laugh. so yeah, it was like a lot of stuff was probably like ad lib and everything like that. It's funny in real life seeing how they were beefing. Because and that's Vin Diesel's fault. Yeah. Let's not let that slide. But it's like you know they beefing in real life over that. But it's like the scene that dynamic, and it's like you know we got a mission, and it's what we're trying to do. And they breaking down Shaw's team, what they're trying to. St- so basically, they're trying to steal enough components to make a nightshade device, which basically like blinds an area from like surveil like visual surveillance for twenty four hours. So something like that can basically cripple a city, and it's worth a lot of money. Like, well, why don't we just steal it? <laughs> and they're just going like this the plan we're going to this component we're going to do this and they're wondering why it's like Letty's there so that's why there's justification and meanwhile Roman's messing around with the vending machine oh boy <laughs> like you no know, you got money like rich people keep they keep money that's how they don't they don't spend money that's how they keep it and trying to find change <laughs> and the house pull out this big ass gun Blam. It's, it's on the house but look, how did they work out who was going to be eaten between him and Han? Because it had, if you notice, it shifted at certain points. Sometimes you would see Han eating, and sometimes you would see uh, uh, Roman eating. Yeah, well, Han always eating chips. But I think Han, I think Han seen the type he got changed for a dollar. Roman, no slang. I think Roman probably got like a hundred and a one. <laughs> uh, he just kept asking. He's like that. He's like that type. So anyway, they break down the team. So they get the Interpol, and then you know, that's the first time you see Hobbs. He's just chilling, working on this car. You know, it's just funny. Shaw's just so damn smooth. It's like, oh, you know, see, they let you out. Like he already know, dude, snitched. Mm-hmm. 
you know from Jump Street, he's like, you know, dude trying to be all fidgety and stuff like that. Like, you know, here's your bag. He's like, oh, you know, what's this for? Oh, for the next job. When's that starting? Right about now. It's a damn bomb. Like, he knew they were coming, and they realized, like, you know, way across town, somebody was getting robbed, so they split the team. This is where you realize, like, Hobbs and Dom always with each other. And then everybody else, and then it's like Brian leading the other squad. And it's when you first notice it, and you start noticing a lot. So Shaw knows it's a trap. Has bombs set up in the whole component, sets them all off, and his that awesome ass transformer car is like a go kart on steroids. Takes out the entire embankment and bridge. Like it's like what fifty cops there, sixty cops, if that. And might as well have been like one. Then he make a difference. Yeah, and he, he didn't have to pull his gun out. Not at all. He was out of there. So meanwhile, they go on to invest the team and they get their ass whooped. <laughs> and not for the first time. Like the sniper dude almost kills himself. And she, they had the damn Metal Gear Solid sniper rifle right there. Like they were not messing around. It's like, yeah, we we out of our element. The dude pull out the chip gun. Oh, man, listen. When, they, when he put out the chip gun and those cars just start going down, I was like, oh, boy. This is this is bad. It made me look at my car. I'm like, I hope they don't got that in real life. It's like, because <laughs> like our cars are so automated now, and it's like, I remember when I I have an Audi, and I remember I was driving one day, and my car rebooted while I was driving, and it's like, please stand by. Like the engine worked, the entire front council like turned off and turned back on, so I had no idea how fast I was going at all. It was like a blank screen, with like the Ford. With the um four circles, like the four rings, mm-hmm. please stand by. And I'm like, I can't stop. I'm driving in the middle of the road, and I'm like, this is the scariest thing in the world. Like, I hope I'm not speeding. I have no idea how fast I'm going. And it, like, it came back like within 15, 20 seconds. So imagine that, and then the engine just shut off. You're on the highway, and somebody shoot like a damn hockey puck at you, and your right front tire just disabled. Uh, not good. Not good. Good lord. So so they having this car chase and they are not it is not ending up well for them. Brian escapes and then he teams up with Dom and how like how's they trying to run he's not trying to dodge anybody like, yeah, sorry, I hit you. <laughs> he just running people over with his truck and then they meet in the tunnel and Joe has them calls what's her name? Vay for some help because he getting chased and Brian's there behind him and then all of a sudden you see the flip car. Hit the button, he hits it, flips in the air. He like, you know, holy shit in slow motion. Yeah, flip the most. Flips the most if I like that. Cause after you see the you see how effective the car is, cause Shaw flipped over like four cars. He's like, he's aiming at him. And like, what is he doing? Cause this car don't seem that sturdy. And hit that little button with that flip. It's like, that's a badass car. So then she does the hem, does the U-turn, drives by slow motion, does the wink, and keep on driving. He hot. <laughs> yeah, he hot, he heated. And meanwhile, Hobbs jumps out the car like has Gina takes the wheel, jumps out his truck to land on Shaw's car. That's insane. You remember that scene? Yeah, 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 I remember. Okay. That's and then rolls off the car, pulls and pulls his gun out. Like, okay. Because what, also, if her, what if her reaction was a little bit late? He dead. <laughs> or if he jumps 
and Shaw just moves over an inch, and then he's dead again. And he just and it was no fair. He just did it and just jumped. It's like okay, so and it's the man that lost a fair one to Dominic Toretto. Oh boy. So anyway, Dom's coming in this new car coming is Letty, and he sees Letty for the first time. It's like was you know he sees Letty, and Letty pulls out the gun and shoots him. Mm. No, no didn't even think no about it. Blam! He was he, he grabbed his shoulder. He's like, what the hell is this? And they talking it like, what happened? It's like we just got our ass whipped. That's what happened. Like we are not built for this. <laughs> they got a team. They got a team of like the evil versions of us and everything like that. And it's like you know your girl shot you. What's going on? It's like, he's like, you know, you don't give up on family even even if they give up on you. It's like I don't know. Somebody shoot me. I'm like, yeah. We maybe don't... things change. Maybe maybe you heard about your new, maybe she heard about your new woman. Uh, exactly. So, yeah, like that first scene, it's like it just established like we're in a different level of action mm-hmm. than the other movies. Because it, it basically just upped the ante because, all right. And I think that's the one big thing about the movie. It, it, that's what it does. It just ups the ante. And I'm just like, if y'all keep doing this, y'all really are going to be in space because it's <laughs> just getting insane now. Yes. So, so anyway, so then they break it down what they're going to do to attract the people. So it's like, you know, Shaw's able to get anywhere and CT cameras can't track them. How is Letty, you know, Letty shot him with this gun, with this one bullet that they found this one pawn shop. Cause like, it's, it's a ridiculous thing. Except for it's in London. Like it's so hard to get a gun that story. Believe imagine that was like Los Angeles, this bullet for this specific gun. And you know, in certain places sell this gun. So we're going to hit up the pawn shops to find, you know, who sold it the gun? It's like, and, get, and then Taz, you need to get new cars. But hold on, before we go to the uh, get to the Taz and the car scene, this is my question to you. As far as Letty goes, okay, I'm, I'm, I understand her memory is gone. What made her believe? Hey, I am uh, uh this bad, bad person or crook or whatever whatever they were supposed to be i'm on his team so yeah this is what i'm gonna do if i don't know anything about myself we saw captain marvel oh boy (laughs) isn't that surprising like we've seen movies like that it's like you don't have a memory this dude come and train you you don't know any better and it's and it's a deleted scene that like giselle was the one that saved her i've never seen that deleted scene yeah, it's it's a deleted scene from that, so she feels a certain level of guilt too. That's why she's more involved, and it's like it'd been nice they added that. So, because keep in mind, she's also a bridge to that, and we'll get to that point later. So it's like you know, and then she's breaking down. They and then they the other team is like, oh, these are some comic. She's like, no, these comic street thugs. Like within five seconds, bring us down. Show more respect to our enemies. We need to find out about who these people are, and they like that. And then they look through the pictures, and they see is like, oh. Where what's, they, what's this? Where did they find that picture? Who took that picture? That's an old ass picture. That was from the first movie. Yes. Wow. <laughs> wow. Who that's was old, <laughs> that's like some uh National Enquirer picture that you they took. Leon took that picture and put it on his Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> he found it there. So it's just hilarious like yeah so they break it down like i don't know who this guy is get out my face and it's like okay let's move on with the plan so they basically break down what they're gonna do split up in teams so they basically split like you know three teams yeah or four teams. 
Like, you know, Tej and Hobbs go buy some cars. Mm-hmm. And then Han, Roman, um, Giselle, I keep calling, and Raleigh work to find out, like, you know, this hacker dude or like that. Oh, he was like, he might, you know, this dude that does car mods. Cause like, okay, these type of cars doing this, they hadn't been done by like a special person. So they tracked that down. And meanwhile, Ryan goes back to LA. Not yet. He's not with yet. Don first to track the bullet. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You're right. So, so they track down, you know, so they're all doing their own thing. So the Don and Brian tracked the bullet, beating up people in the pawn shop, being bullies. <laughs> And find out, like, you know, like, Letty does street races, so it's like, Dom's gonna go there. Then, <laughs> this the scene, is like, they buying the cars, like, um, are you waitstaff? He's like, pardon me? Like, I'm sorry, you know, based on the tire, you obviously can't afford these prices, like, you don't, no bling, you are obviously not a baller. You know, you got stiff upper lip, perfect posture, military, you bring home probably, what, 45, 55, American dollars, not Euro, so this is not the place for you. And he just sitting here taking all this and Ted's just laughing, like, don't worry, I got this. And he's like, You ain't gonna steal these cars. Like, he says it twice. It's like, you really ain't gonna steal these cars and you just gonna be cool with it? Like, they need a lot of cars. Ted said he ain't gonna get got something yeah. for him. Yeah, and it's like, you know, what's the beauty of having money if you can't spend it? He just bought them. Mm-hmm. It may change his whole tune. And he emasculated him, told him to take off his shirt and his and his drawers, like ah. his shirt and his and his pants, like yeah. That just, scene was a little bit too long for me. I don't like, know what it was. It was just a little bit too long. Just it was, a look. It was it was uncomfortable. Yeah, it was look. Uh, yeah, like I I get what they were doing, but it was just like you know, just a little long. It just felt like I started to feel bad for the dude. So that <laughs> yeah. It's so, just... and then it's like you know, so Roman and Han. And this is like the first time they had like extended time. Like this movie is like put people together that normally weren't weren't together. It's like playing off each other because like you know Roman Han talking about Giselle. It's like you know because like how are we gonna break this down? She's like, oh, you forget like you know he's a man. And she's like, what's that mean? He's a man. And he's like, she always says that. And they just and they talking like you know how he got Google eyes for Giselle and everything like that. It's like oh I see you You got little stars in your eyes. You gonna put a ring on there it's like that? You know it gotta be a big ring because you know you gotta be big there if you ain't big somewhere else. And he's like oh so that's why your woman got such blink and shuts Roman the hell up and he goes back to eating this chip like one that's the whole thing one line. Hines yep, yep. a king of one lines so. The dudes all flirting, thinking, treating them like. Imagine seeing Gina Carano thinking she an escort. Hmm. <laughs> Dressed like that, and it's like, and he just talking trash, and you know, Gina busts out the MMA. I thought, and she almost broke his damn arm. And Giselle, it's funny. Gal Gadot has that voice where everything just sounds just different. It don't matter what she says. And she just did talk like you look like a man that likes it rough. My, you know, my friend here is like the same thing, and they can bring you like, you know, levels of pain you wouldn't even dream of. And she twisting it like that, and it's like it's so painful, but that voice keeps throwing it off. And like I felt wrong watching that scene. My man's had enough. Eventually, he said, "Okay." <laughs> so he so he calls, and of course, it's the whole, you know, had the phone open, so they listen in, so they gonna go there and chase. So eventually, they get there, shoot him. Cause it's like so much from so much from friends. It's like, and this is one of the best parts of the movie. Like they shoot him. It's funny people use their bullets, 
And then when they're out of bullets, they throw the gun away. Yeah, and you, and you know, you don't. I think how can I say it? It was a time where you used to see that a lot, and then it stopped. Mm. But it was like kind of cool seeing that the people are actually like, okay, I'm done with this. I'm out of here. It's probably too much. It's probably too much of a big hassle to get guns to reload the gun just to get a different gun. And it's like they are, and it's funny like they made such a big deal how it's hard to get a gun that I found that funny. It's like yeah, they probably don't got that many bullets. It yeah. Giselle just she's a badass. One shot takes the dude out on the motorcycle. Oh yeah, he was gone. He didn't have a chance. And then we had the fight, and you complain. About Dominic Toretto fighting high. <laughs> this is now worse. I say that, and then I don't. There's the whole thing. We don't know how much time went by, so maybe Letty is trained up by then. No, 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 but no. But like it's still. But no, here's the problem. Are we doing a real life comparison? Or are we doing a movie character comparison? If we do, do the fight? movie character comparison, still no. No, it's no way. It's no way. I get it. We really don't know. If Letty I'll had, say this. It's, it was like it was like 65-35 for Riley because she was beating it for the most part. Yeah, you know, like Letty get hit here and there. Like Letty won because she she spared him and they rolled down some steps and she ran away. But beyond that, she was getting her ass kicked. Like Robin's him with spin kicks, knees, throws, and then Letty will bite. But the reality so, now, thinking about it now. Did she let that happen on purpose? Yeah. That's what was like, no, we know later on. It's like, okay, let's, I'm making, cause like, you figure like, if she wanted to kill Letty, she could have. Yeah. She probably could have, she wanted to, but she didn't. Like, the fight was awesome. Oh, I, like, I enjoyed know, Michelle, it. And Michelle, are, and they said they want to make it look like real, like brutal, but realistic and have it like, you know, Michelle, like, be like, you got to have it make like, I get, I'm getting my ass kicked so people can believe it. And Michelle Rodriguez has always been like tough and like seems like the original, like one of the original tough girl, tough women actresses. So that's an awesome fight. And it's counteracted with Joe Tassel just beating the hell out of Roman and Han. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That was so damn funny because that because speaking because that was a such an unfair fight. Cause he already beat up six cops. By the time they even show up, and he he waited for him. Oh my goodness! He's like I ain't running, and they looking like, oh, we really want this, and then realize, okay, you realize, yeah, Han and Roman ain't got hands at all. At <laughs> they fine, they fight like dudes who don't have hands but still want to fight. I thought I, I thought Ty, I thought Roman would give up a little fight, but oof, Han, I knew he was out of there. I knew what his hands he were like. He kicked Roman through the window and dropped the elbow on Han at the same time. Yeah, they were outclassed. They, he, and it was like he was doing a slow motion too. Like Joe, when people think about the raid, they always bring out Eco Wise and they think about his, his co-star. His co-star can kick ass too. Like Joe Taslam is, it's funny he had to show them more, like he's, he does a lot of stuff. He had to show him more Hollywood stuff. I don't know if it's the language or the look. Because a lot of times, like, you know, if you wanted a certain look or speak the language, it's kind of hard. But yeah, he was beating their ass and like easy. He was having on punch Roman. Like, go ahead, hit your friend. <laughs> and it just and just walks away right and just gets on the train. Like nobody's stopping them. Nobody, so we don't have to talk to And then they in the fight, it's like, you no, know, no one needs to know about this. 
<laughs> uh, I just laughed at that because that's, that's so funny. That's so apt. It's like, yeah, Roman don't seem like the type of going to tell somebody he got his ass whipped. So, Not at all. So they find out what happened. And then bomb, bombshell number one, um, Shaw works with Braga. Ooh. Who was thinking? Who was even thinking that? That was a good one. That was a good one to bring Baraka back into it. It was like, I was like, oh man, these guys just really get it. They really get this. They know how to work their their characters and then in their world. It makes sense because it's like Braga knew Letty was undercover, so he knew all about Letty, and then all of a sudden Letty just shows up with Shaw. How does Shaw know? It's like, because basically Shaw told Braga about Letty, so that's how Braga knew. And then it's like they were going. They Phoenix tried to kill her. She lost her memory. Shaw shows up at the hospital after I guess Giselle put her there. Was going to kill her, and they realized she didn't have any memory. So like, I'm gonna recruit her and mold her my own. Hey, and appreciate this. Braga was frightened of Shaw. Yeah, badass Braga, who was hot at playing sight. Was like, yeah, Shaw told me to, you know, stop thinking local, think global. They all these hook up. Then you're like, wow, Shaw's a badass. Which leads into like how badass his brother is, which we'll get to after that. So it's like the plan is Ryan's going to go get more information. And this is only excuse to have Ryan have something to do. Yeah. And they were like, the moment you get there, it's a wrap. Like, you want it. What are you doing? It's like, I got to find out. Because he felt guilty over what happened with Letty. So he had to kind of find out. Because he's the one that put her in, like, Braga's eye. You know, Braga's bullseye. So he gets there. And then your man, Stasiak. <laughs> where, where did this friendship come from if I, if he's been on the run? Yeah. Somebody, you know, you get a good. It's, I don't know if it's so much friendship. Like, you know, this would be good for your career. But I'm like. They never liked each other. At all. I broke this guy's nose. Yeah, and it's like, he should just throw him in jail and just keep it moving. There's nothing stopping him from doing that. They don't, he doesn't have any ties, any loyalty to Brian O'Connor whatsoever. So the fact that, one, he's back in the movie and it's like, oh, these people from Fast and Furious 4, I need to think about it back. And it's like, I'm going to help you again. Why? Nah, he's nah. like, yeah, you get a bigger person. Like, I could just get you now. Nah. And I'm like, yeah. Exactly. What are we doing right now? This plan doesn't even seem like it should work. Because the plan. as soon as somebody's here, ain't you Brian O'Connor? Like, nobody you know says that. Talk about, oh, we gonna, when they find out the system and they match your real finger, they're going to find Like, he's a wanted criminal. He's been wanted since he bust out Dominic Toretto from the bus. I'm sorry. People gonna know what he. If somebody looked like Paul Walker was a a worldwide criminal, they gonna know what he looked like. Like if I saw if I was in Whole Foods, and I saw Bradley Cooper, I would recognize Bradley Cooper unless he got plastic surgery. Yeah. I mean, come on now. Like, are we serious? Like, it ain't like this some local dude. It was all like think how fast five start. It was all over the news. The world news. They had his face up there. Former FBI agent turned worldwide World criminal. criminal. And then he did all that stuff in Brazil. Like, and yeah. he just snuck in. He just snuck in. Nobody said anything. Well, Braga, you think nobody was going not going to notice you? You put a lot of people yeah. in here. Of course, uh, that, mm -hmm. that made sense. But I'm just saying, you telling me no police officer when he got, when he brought him there said, wait a minute, I know you. 
Why Spillner? So then he's there to you know find out what's going on. It's like you know I work with Shaw, yada yada yada. He's like you gonna die anyways. I can tell you. And he's like the one thing about Shaw is he won't let you get close unless he wants you to. After like he has the and it's like oh it stabs a fact. Brian O'Connor has hands because he's trained and he likes fighting people and like it's funny like. He, From like Fast and Furious four forward, he getting like at least one or two fights per movie. Like he enjoys using his hands. He he can't be Dominic, but he got hands though. Yeah, let's not get about that. Let's leave that. Don't because I'm on because I'm gonna watch Furious Seven and I'm gonna think about what you just said. I'm gonna get real mad. So anyway, <laughs> so he finds that going on. He gets back and then they have a street race because of course it's like you know trying to find out what Letty going on. She like. Who's this ball guy coming? Like, I just shot you. What you doing up here? I want to race. Like, you must have a death wish. And he like, he just laughing it off, was flirting all hard and stuff. And she got this look like you, she doesn't know what to think of him. Exactly, because I just shot you. What are you doing right now? Oh, you want to race? Seriously? And she, and for her to be like, okay, no, he, no, he's not going to shoot me back. She felt comfortable enough to say, okay, let's just race. Like your funeral it was like ride or die. Remember this? She's like, wait a second, that seemed familiar. And then Rhea Orr makes a cameo. Tomorrow, you know, we we know how we do our own thing. This is London, but remember, don't bite the bait. And then they have the race, and it's funny. Like it's a awesome race, but I'm just waiting for it to end. I think we get by the, by the time we got to this point, it's like the street races don't really matter that much. Yeah, they don't. It's like whatever. I mean, I think this was just there just to remind you the whole thing. So he wins, and then they flirting, talking about scars and stuff. And she's like, "Who's this guy?" And they're just talking anything like that. Trying, she's starting to pick up stuff. It's funny where she still didn't necessarily remember him. And like by the end of this movie, she doesn't. It's like there's something, there's something about this guy. I don't know what he is. He found me around, so they talking, breaking the ice and stuff. And he's establishing how much he, you know, loves her, but he don't remember all this stuff. And then Shaw shows up. It's like, oh, you know, you came a long way. You used to be like this punk still in you know DVDs. Now you're robbing drug lords. I figured you'd be chilling with your little hot little Brazilian number. Uh, and you know, you know what's so insane right now. Cause you had said it, uh, our last the last show, they're married. They are yes. married. It's insane. And she don't, and she don't know, and he knows, and doesn't tell her, and he doesn't tell her until the next movie, and he has a justified reasons, like you know, if it ain't from your heart, it don't matter. But I'm just thinking, all this stuff is happening. He's married to this woman that shot him. She doesn't have any memory. She don't know who he is. It gotta be tearing him apart. Cause one, it's like he just got over the fact. That you know he was mourning that she was dead, moved on with a new woman. Now she alive and she don't remember nothing. Just think about all those emotions that's going. On. It, it has in his face like he tried to hide the best way he can, and that's why he's doing all this. Yeah, because like, Brian's like, no, they, this is a trick. Everybody else is like, you crazy? She just shot you. Your girl just shot you. And he, in his mind, is just like, that's my wife. What are you talking about? I'm, I don't. You know, I'm gonna do anything for her. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so Shaw's there talking about that's there between me and you. You got sentimentality. You know, my brother taught me about precision, anything like that. He's like, I can reach out and just grab you and wreck your life, whatever you want. And remember that line. He's like, he says it. It's not like some tough guy just saying some stuff. And he's like, you know, I'm going to give you one chance. 
walk away, no hard feelings. And, you know, Dom is like, no, I go and let it go. You're like, all right, I guess it's nice knowing you. You see a sniper rifle on Dom's chest. And then you see the sniper rifle on on Shaw's chest and Hobbs there, like ready to pull the trigger. And it's like, okay, it must be Hobbs there. I guess I'll see you around. And then, you know, Hobbs is like, I'm glad I put that tracker on your car. He's like, this tracker right here, because he knew he was tracking him. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, these this mutual respect and admiration. It's a shame that went away. Hey, I'm so annoyed because it's funny they get along well in this movie and seeing how things devolved it's a shame and I can understand you know what the reality is I was talking to somebody I work with about this I can sort of understand both sides but I can really understand Vin Diesel because I think uh, The Rock got his own little production thing going on so it's kind of like well, if he gets involved in this, then that takes money away from me. Then that lets my voice not be heard. And the hype is you know, building because ever since the fifth one, these movies have been getting better and better. And I, you know what I'm saying? So I can understand Vin Diesel feeling a little insecure. Yeah, I mean, because it's kind of like, it's almost like a Stallone. I've talked to Jeremy about this. So like, it's like a Stallone Schwarzenegger thing. And Vin Diesel has always been more Stallone, and The Rock has been more Schwarzenegger. Like Schwarzenegger's done a lot of big movies. He's done, a, but he's only like one franchise, like Terminator. The only one he doesn't have multiple sequels. And it's like he does—he doesn't mind playing second fiddle. He doesn't mind laughing at himself, and he can show up in somebody else's movie and play second fiddle if he want. Mm-hmm. Vin Diesel ain't doing that. Vin Diesel's always been like, you know, I need to prove to everybody how talented and smart I am. And it's like, think of Stallone. Rocky, Rambo, Expendables, Escape. Like, like he gets a franchise he likes, and he just stayed. That's him. And the closest, and, the closest to what Stallone's, I think, I guess when he was at his peak was uh, Tango and Cash, where he said, "Okay, I'm going to team up." But Kurt Russell was still like that. He, Kurt he, Russell was chill. Like, yeah, he didn't, didn't care. He didn't care. It was yeah. like he's that guy in Hollywood. Is like, okay, let's do it. Yeah. So, and it's funny where. When he started with other people, they would have to play like like it's funny as Expendables. All these people playing back, you know. Think about you've had. I know we're going tangent. Not just Jason Statham, Schwarzenegger, Jet, Jet Li, <laughs> Harrison Ford, Bruce yeah. Willis, like all these big time action stars. Like yeah, I'm gonna show up in your movie and have fun because they all established they don't care. The reverse would never happen. Could, when, you, like, could you imagine at all their peaks them doing it, doing an Expendables movie? Jeez Louise, all the money in the world. Yeah, so it's too much ego. Ugh. Like it's just it's just too much ego involved. So that's the whole thing. I could see Vin Diesel's thing is like, you know, this is my baby. I made it. The Rock's getting all this credit and stuff like that. And like the Rock is like, I'm a stat. Yeah, you wouldn't be here without me. You should be happy I'm here. I, we all making money. What's the problem? And, and and I'm almost subject. And you see it now. The Rock was like, I'm fine with this or without this. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. And I'm gonna be okay. It's like, and it's and they it gotta feel a certain way where it's the difference between a try hard and natural talent. Like Vin Diesel maximizes the talent he has to reach a certain point. But he's limited at certain points. Not like he's not a limited person. Like it's a limit he's gonna hit. And then you see the Rock and Jason Statham. That's like it's stuff they can do. 
Vin Diesel could never do. Yeah. And they gotta be grading. Like it just got like you know Stallone. Let's say like Stallone can do all the push-ups and steroids he wants. He's still gonna be the same height. He's gonna get so big. Mm-hmm. Schwarzenegger, Schwarzenegger. <laughs> like it's, it's got to be something where it's gonna be a certain limit that you hit that you will not be able to touch limits above that, and then you run into somebody that just blows past those limits. I'm gonna state it again. I'm not gonna be surprised. Hobson Show comes out and does like crazy numbers, and this whole beef is put put the red bag. They get rid of the beef. They say, you know what? We're better together because Cobbs and Shaw could potentially become a real thing. It's going to be a real thing. It's, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, it's coming. It's nothing. It's nothing else coming out around that time. People want to see it, and it involves people that people like. And again, it like has, it has, and it's, it has that tag. The Fast and Furious presents. Uh huh. And it's like it's a fresh thing. It's done by director people trust. With the screenwriters done all the other ones. So, yeah. But anyway, back to this movie. So, they all get back together, realize what's going on. And it's like, you know, we got to, they're building this whole, they, you know, what the final piece is. For so, the rock shows up at Interpol. It's, and it's funny, you think about London all the time with closed circuit television. And we just take it for granted. That's a thing. Can you imagine us living anywhere? It's like, oh, they can, it's a camera on every block. <laughs> what did Ludacris say? You can't even flick a booger out. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, it's tough. Yeah, and they messing around. They figure out where they're going. They messing around with the, the um, harpoon gun. Of course, it's like, yeah, it took this. I reversed the edit. Nah. When in doubt, put Nas on it. Put Nas on it. I was like, oh, they had really had to put Nas in this movie somewhere. It's like a magic mushroom from Mario Brothers. <sighs> and so they do that and they realize where the next chip is going to be. So they, of course, their whole plan is like, well, if they're going there, let's move the chip. And it's like, wait a second. We caught this one guy. They easily caught him. We find this paint that's at this certain naval base. It's like, no, he's not going to hit the base. He hit the convo, remove the chip, which, of course, they do because it's like that makes sense. So they do that. And then the team shows up. They going to stop him. And then they stop the truck. And what pops up? A tank. <laughs> and what Ted says, like, God, I think we need a new plan. They got a tank. And Roman's like, oh, a what? You say a tank? And they turn tank on, like, let's have some fun. I'm like, yeah, we moved way past street racing. They fight in a damn tank in Spain. Think about how this series started. I have. So many times I have. And I'm watching this, and I was like, "They fighting a tank." This it, it just started with TVs and DVDs, man. Now look what we doing. And they out there first. They like they ain't trying to get away. It's like let's 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 cross the road. Let's have some fun and run over these cars. <laughs> and I see one person escape. I only saw like one or two people escape the cars. So Shaw was just murdering people just yep. for fun. Just for fun. Just for fun. And Roman trying to get away. And he trying to like Giselle almost dies till Hans till Han saves her. And then Giselle saves Han, had a little smile, so they working together. Roman's still trying to run away. He's like, you know, playing like we do what we always do, improvise. Let's not forget Letty screaming in the tank. Okay, you made your point, Shaw. Let's cut it out. Mm-hmm. Nah, we're gonna have some fun first. Oh, look, a bridge. Shoots the bridge to try to kill Dominic. And it's like they having a tank fight. They almost runs over Roman. And then 
What's the scene you see when they show it on USA? Roman jumping out the car, the grab Brian's car in slow motion. That's a badass scene. Roman pulls it off, gets in, does the yeah thing. I'm like, yeah, Roman a badass. Yeah. He, he, he our truth. It's funny where it's like he's about to die. He pulls that off, uses the car as an anchor, and then, yeah, you already know the scene. Yeah, I know, because he flew. Nobody's going to tell uh-huh. me any different. He yeah, flew. Cause like, yes, because, you know, he says Letty out to cut the, to cut the car off the tank. And he knew what he was going to do. Send it out there. It's like, oh, you know, time for you to meet your boyfriend. He was done with Letty. Even though Letty's like, I don't remember this guy. I don't know who this guy is. Believe what you want. I think by the time he had his conversation with Dom, he's like, I don't know what you're about. I ain't taking no chances. I just, you know, I, I just go with it. This is the most heroic Thing I think I've seen for somebody with no powers. No powers. He, he jumped out a car and caught her in midair and just hoped he would land another car. She was like, how you know the, the car would be there? I didn't. I didn't. Well, damn. I just did it. Like, I if mean, there's not another car there, they both die. They either die on impact or they roll off the damn bridge from momentum. She was, and I'm pretty sure at that moment she was like, well, Shit, you do something like that, I guess I gotta ride with you because you just crazy. Yeah, and and it's funny the loyalty they shown toward her, and she had more loyalty to the old team than Shaw did because Shaw was she was like, yo, Ivory's dead, like, oh, too bad. Too bad, that's all you have to say. <laughs> he made a mistake, he paid the price. That's what happens. Like he is not he is not sentimental at, at all. And he makes that up, he makes a point of putting that out. She knew she wasn't supposed to be with him. Uh-huh. I think so that's the moment she knew. Yeah, when this this bald man turns into Captain America, and I remember watching that movie, that scene in the movie theater, and people just laughed. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> like this is like this, like this is this is like what is like this is just insane. Like people laughing, some people started clapping because I'm like, it's an awesome scene. It's batshit crazy. It makes no sense physics wise. There's no way in the world they they're both not dead under normal circumstances. But you know, it happened. It's done. And then you know, Hob shows up with Ron the helicopter to sees all the car like Jesus Christ, because <laughs> they just wrecked the whole. It's like all this damage they've been causing. So it's like okay, they saved the day. They got you know, they got Sean his team. And then they're like, yeah, I have a talk. He's like, I told you I can touch you whenever I want. And keep in mind, we had seen Mia the whole movie nope. since the beginning. When we saw him beginning, we had seen her since. And it's like, you know, that's the one thing. It's like Mia got sidelined compared to Fast Five. It's like, was she a mom or something like that? It's like, we haven't seen Mia and we seen half a scene. Where's the other half? And he's saying he can do something. Whatever. Well, it's like, of course. So he goes in there. He sent his other team to kidnap all of them. So Mia gets the baby away, has a lane around with the baby, and gets kidnapped. It's like, you know, I got your sister. And Brian and Dama. Piss. Like, super piss. They're ready to end it all. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. You're going to let me out of here. You're going give to me, give me the chip. If you come close, she's dead. And Hobbs takes the side because he knows because the team is like, you risking a country over a woman? And he's like, yeah. Hobbs pulled a gun out. And because he because he knows like he'd do the same thing, but he just said, you know, when we walk out that door, things like immunity go away with it. 
just to yeah. let him know, like last time, like you know, I understand. So he's like, yeah, like you no, know, that that word went out the day we were born. <laughs> yeah, so, so criminal since day one, hot huh, dom. Yeah, I guess I mean, hey, keeping it a one, but that was a lie mm-hmm. because that all changed coming around seven and eight. But go mm-hmm. ahead. So anyway, it's like okay, you coming, babe, and you and you see the camera point at Letty. Looking and, then like, what? All sudden, and then all of a sudden you hear Ron like of course and then you realize she was the, a double agent that whole time and so much stuff and you know what's funny I never even thought about it me either I didn't even think about it either it made sense in retrospect but I never even thought about it and I remember people was pissed they like this bitch because she was likable and Gina Carano's likable so she's there doing heroic stuff and it's like wait a second this whole time she was just there and and House had this same face like I was ready to get engaged with this woman. What that? Because <laughs> he all flirting like you know with that ass and that brains, you know you just awesome. And he gassing her up the whole movie like you gonna put me out of job. Woman, slow down. And then find out she was working with Shaw the whole time. He, he was cut deep. And then they they about to make the call. They jamming the phones. And then the infinite. Runway. Ooh. Somebody, somebody did the math and said for that to have a real life, that runway had to be like thirty miles, at least, right? They they said it. They said based on how long the scene was and how fast the cars were going, they said somewhere between like 30, 30 and thirty five miles. Because they were driving a long time. They like where are they going? And then you see this big ass plane. It's like you ever see um. Was it 2012? Mm, yeah. Like Cusack and um, Danny Glover's the president. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it. Yeah. And then, like, the same Russian plane they had, like, one of those planes. And it was like, that plane is huge. Like, that's not a plane, that's a planet. Because they, like, wanted, like, where, like, where are they going? Like, as a, you know, it's nowhere to go. And all of a sudden, you just hear, like, and see this large plane. Like, you had to say something. And then they chased the plane. Trying to figure out how to get on the plane, like it's just so many set pieces just going on all this one time on this infinite runway, and they just land. Some of them to get on the planes, they're trying to figure out how to get down, and then it happens later on. One of the saddest thing, probably the saddest thing in the franchise, when just you know, just, you know, how saves Giselle because Giselle almost falls off, and then she sees the dude in the background. And she lets go and starts shooting, and the sound cuts off. I remember people started crying. Like people's like, "Whoa!" Because it was so unexpected. It was, but like you say now, now like you knew something was going to happen because they were saying like you know because first she was like you know babe get me close to the wing so I could take it down and he's like are you sure she's like this is what we do, like this is what we do now like that's how we roll and stuff and it's like. She was down, like she died protecting her man. And the way it happens, like she jumps off, starts shooting, and you don't like it's basically like she's facing the darkness. Listen, I'm gonna say this. I understand characters have to die in movie, but I feel like that franchise, if they knew, if they could bring her back and it makes sense, I think they would. You never see her body. And it's like and it's something where Dom survives and Shaw survives. It's like, especially the Shaw one. Like, if he survived that, it's no. You trying to tell me um, Giselle wouldn't? That's what I'm saying. Because I mean, I don't think they knew 
Well, I'm sure they didn't know she was going to be as big as she is now. But I'm like, man, that would be a good. They had to do that, though. It was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like setting up Tokyo Drift and what happened after Tokyo Drift. Because that's the only way. Because that's the only way it makes that makes more sense. Like, why is Han so sad? Why Han the way he is? By the time they get to Tokyo Drift, because like you see them together and she ain't in there, you couldn't believe they just broke up. Like I think by that point, it's like they had a falling out. Just wouldn't make any sense. It was like it was a, it was still sad. Yeah. So that happens. They found, and then they they get on the plane. Mia escapes, Brian escapes, and then Dom's there with Letty. Letty's having to fight again with Raleigh. <laughs> and Rock Boy, she she had to fight about to kill about to kill Letty. Um, Hobbs handed a harpoon gun, and she and as soon as that happened, you already know what's going to happen. She's like, "Wrong team, bitch!" <laughs> and just shot her, and she was out. She got sucked out. She was yeah. way out of there. Nice and then, yeah, and then you had the tag, and then you had the fight, and it's hilarious. Where you trying to t- so somehow Dom and Hobbs had a 50 50 fight, yet Shaw is kicking the crap out of Dom. See, he beating his um, is British special forces that much better than like American <laughs> FBI training? Because oh, like- what that was, was I'm not letting the rock get the best of me. But you, you cool. <laughs> He's spin kicking him, near him. He, and he's smaller than Vin Diesel. And it didn't make a word. He was beating his ass. And then the big dude comes in, and then you see the tag team when Hobbs show up. Road Warriors. Road Warriors. They did the doomsday device. And I remember that got up. That got clapped. I was like, who thought that up? <laughs> or, oh my, my goodness. favorite fight scene when Dom does like a jumping headbutt. Look, this is okay. Say it, Mia. I remember. <laughs> look, when I remember seeing that scene, and all in my head, I was thinking about, hey, you know what would be cool if these two did a spinoff movie? And that just popped in my head. Now look where we at. I'm like, because they were about to shoot Brian and Mia. And all of a sudden, you see Dom doing a, a, a jumping headbutt <laughs> out of nowhere. I'm like, what is, okay, where did he learn all this? The Rock. <laughs> what, like, what is, I'm watching what is going on. And they have their fight scenes, and they're trying to bring down the plane. And then, of course, Roman hit. He sort of hit the flap and hit the wing. He's like, "What you?" He's like, "Oh, I'm gonna hold on." And they almost lift off the plane. And this big plane still driving, still driving. People getting, you know, murdered. Uh, the um, the girl that got Brian the first time, she tried to get him again. Mm-hmm. He tricks her, so she hits like a barricade, flips over like twenty five times. She gone. She gone. Couple, another car flips over. They gone. One car flies in the engine. They definitely. And gone. then, yeah. So they, so the plane basically explodes. And you wonder, like, what happened? You know, where's, where's Dom? And Dom drops out, not the back, the front of the plane. An exploding plane on fire. He drives through the front of the cockpit. Drives through, hits the ground, and then flips fifteen times himself. You got a big ass. Okay, I'm sorry. You got a big ass plane on fire. 
how much jet fuel is on fire? They gotta be hot as hell. You just saw this man in a car crash, and he just walking out like it's no big deal. Hey, it's different when it's different when you got that you know that status of the production, and you got your name. In the and movie. I and I will say that's not even. It gets more ridiculous as the series goes on. Oh yes, because he tops it in Furious Seven, and he really tops it in Fate of the Furious. So I'm like, if we knew what we knew, we would have laughed at this. So. He walks out all like I'm the hero and stuff. And then Mia's like, where's Giselle? And she asks again. And Han's just heartbroken. Ooh. That's just, he okay. just got this look like somebody just ripped his heart out. And then they out. So gets the chip back. It's like, you know, get anything you want. It's just the address. And they at this, they back in that ratty ass house in Los Angeles. So <laughs> you went from living the good life in Spain with your woman on a beach. To smog in LA, and really? Wait, wait a minute. Let's talk about this. And then the old girl. Okay, she knew Letty was back. She went back to her old job. Really? She she got a new job. She working with with Hobbs now. Oh, oh okay. But you just so, was roll, you rolling with the criminal. But she was like, nah. You know he I got. I mean, yeah. Like once Letty in the picture is like you know you knew, and like like she knew it's like he did all this for this woman. I ain't competing with that. So yeah, she is the greatest side chick in the movie cinema history. She had she wasn't losing sleep, and it's funny. Like Letty is like, you know, thank you for bringing them back to me, anything like that. Like and she like it's cool. I'm chilling with like you know she 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 got a new job, new her, new haircut. Oh yeah, she was ready. Uh huh. And then you know Hobbs there thanking them, anything like that. And then some, and then the joke about the forehead. Uh, and then Hans there at the table just looking like a broke hearted dog yeah, like I, I'm, I, if I was I was like hey man just go ahead and go to Tokyo go ahead man go on, go on. He, and he's like I'm just gonna go ahead and go I've been talking about for a long time they're like if you need anything just call me by that time like you know we all there and then you know Roman gets like the few uh, the you know, thank God for our food the friends we regained the family we lost and also for fast cars and then you think, okay, you're here to see the credits and like that. As you learn from Fast Five, like maybe it's a post-credit thing. But then you see Tokyo. And it's like, oh snap. So they finally reached Tokyo Drift. And you see the race they had when they racing through and that turn when they almost hit like a hundred pedestrians. Mm-hmm. And you see the Mercedes, but you see from the POV of the Mercedes, like the one that hit high before, it's like it just seemed like an accident. And it's just driving through, it's picking up on the radio. And come to find out, we can write it so it wasn't an accident. So you see this car, T-Bone, and who gets out the car? Jason Statham. So good. I can't I can't express how shocked people were when he came out. Cause like I said, nobody was talking about that. They hit that so well. Yeah. I didn't I didn't hear any chatter. It's like, what's going on? And he gets out. And it's like he was like, "Oh shit!" You know like, what? Who is? I'm almost tempted to think that was like a last minute. You know, they just brought him down. Hey, we want you to do something real quick. Nah, Shoot they do. I mean, you know, I mean, they knew, but as far as like, you know, how stuff can get out. As far as somebody being in the movie, you know, they kept it under wraps. And it's funny how it plays in because it's like Owen Shaw talking about his brother all this time. His brother showed him this. His brother showed him that. And it's like okay. Who's this, you don't think about it, and then you see him there. He gets off the car, and it's like, okay, Fast and Furious is in the big leagues now. 
Oh, like yeah. this is this whole thing is oh, like okay, yeah. this is like we start. This is the big leagues because you keep in mind we can talk about now you got Jason Statham and Kurt Russell and Helen Mirren, and, and then what? we got Charlize Theron. Like yeah, it's, it's this yeah. Whole, it started rolling because I started hearing rumors about Denzel Washington being the villain. I was like, they oh tried, man, they tried to get him. He said no. They asked. They tried twice. They have tried. They want him in those movies. I don't know what it would take for him to say yes, but they have asked him. Like the role Kurt Russell was in, they asked Denzel first. Yeah, I don't know. I think Kurt Russell fits that role. But just think about that. I know. Not the fact. Not only the fact that they asked him, but that people were people wished they, that he said yes. That's that it. Denzel was in fast if the the dynamic of that alone is just mind boggling. Just thinking about that. And that's so. Anyway, he's like you used to call like Dominic Toretto. You don't know me. Car blows up. You're about to. Movie ends. It's like I gotta see Furious Seven. Like it's I, like they got they got me hooked now. I wanted to see it right then and there. And sadly, we didn't for reasons. But it's like so. Yeah, it's like this one felt like so. Basically wrapped up all the stuff that happened. So everything was like a fresh. St- but it's like you know a new start. Yeah, it was pretty much it was. Oh, up to date, yeah. Up to, everything up to date was like you know, Giselle gone, Hein gone. And they got this new villain here, and it's like, yeah, it's like they no longer wanted criminals. They still rich, but now they got now it's a revenge flick. Hey, and question: What did you say, Giselle money go? Does Han did Han take her money? You know, I don't even know. They ain't even talking about. I guess who else? They never talk about families like that, but it's like <laughs> then high still it's the whole thing. High is like he spent a lot of money. Imagine he had his money and Giselle money, and he's still stealing from Drift King. Just because he didn't care. I think that's what happened. <laughs> I think that's I got money. I got money, so I ain't worried about yeah, it. That's so not worried about it. So yeah, it's just funny. I didn't you know, I never even thought about that till you brought that up. Where did her money go to? Cause I guess they were together. She, he would know where the money yeah. at. She'd probably tell him. Cause he was. Cause they lived. He was real nonchalant about money in Tokyo Drift. Like nothing didn't matter. Wreck cars or anything like that. You know, he made it seem like it mattered, but it really didn't. He didn't. And he, and he was ready. And he was ready to settle down too. Ah, uh, you know, stuff happens. And that's 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 the sad part. It's like, and then, cause Han was like this. It's funny how important Han became to this series. Like you know. Big Han, it's like, and that the Zell one was sad, but it was kind of like you know, you knew it was coming. The Han was like, even though it happened, and it was always this whole thing. We saw him die at Tokyo Drift, and then we saw three more movies with him. And I think it's just a character that people grew to love, and I, and I think that's why people want him to be back in the movies. Yeah, and then it's like you know, the thing was when it when it's Fury Six ends, they go to Tokyo like, oh, we ain't getting no more Han. Like the bill finally, like you know, the bill finally came due, and then they somehow tied that one thing and bring Jason Statham in to get revenge for his little brother, oh. and and that somehow becomes a spinoff, which we're gonna see. Like it's it's amazing how these movies turned. Yeah, cause think oh, just things just had to work out in certain ways. Everything just had to play well, man, and it, and it just did. And we got what two, we got seven and eight, and then it'll be Hobbs and Shaw. 
Yeah, I would say this WWE could take lessons as far as like long time story writing from the rise of Fast and Furious because they took stuff that didn't seem like it went together and brought, like the whole thing of we're going to use Braga and have him link the Shaw to explain Letty. Yeah, it makes sense. But who would have thought about that? Like they could have left that open. They didn't have to bring Braga back or Stasiak back. They did because like if you watch the movies, you knew who they were. It fits in some holes and it makes sense. It's like they have. Because, like, you know, the Shaw thing started on Shaw, and now it's a whole family. Because he has a big brother, and then they have a sister, and they have a mom. You know what's the next question? Who's the dad? Oh, boy. You know, I, Liam, this is waiting by the phone. Please, no, back. no, no. See, before he came out to my, he wanted a club of black person for payback. Yeah. Nobody would have had a problem with Ron Right. Sanku. You're right. Oh, you know, Henry Shaw Esquire. Then I got a problem when I see his face every time I see his movies. Now I'm like, you no, know, oh. I, I was gonna see Cold Pursuit till that happened, and I didn't see it. Me too. I was actually a fan. You know, um, what's the what's the movie with him on the train? Um, Nonstop. No, no, the commuter. The commuter. Yeah, I haven't watched that yet since all that stuff came out. I wanted to watch it, but now I was like, ugh. I'm you know, you know, it's funny. Widows play a lot differently now. Oh boy, cause one of the cause it's like him and Volade was all lovey dovey and tongue. And I remember people had problems with that time about the whole thing was just creepy. It's like we love each other. It's like race played a big deal in that movie too. And it's like this whole you know sub point was like him betraying her hurt so much because you used to Liam Neeson being a hero and a good guy. It played a lot different now knowing Liam Neeson said that. It's like it's just wrong. It's I don't want to be that way, but it's like certain move, and it's I I get why he said what, he shouldn't have said it out loud. Exactly, exactly. That was the, that's the problem. Like no one even you didn't have to say no more to know. And I get it. And it was like he's trying to be honest and unload the truth. And it was truthful. And a lot of people out there like he didn't realize how horrible it came off. And I just want to find any black person that's get a, a stick or a pipe and just club them to death. I mean, he was, I mean, uh, I, I it's can't a lot of people that think that way. And it's like, and I get it. I get it. He was having an honest moment and he felt like, you know what? I can have this conversation now and we'll all be better for it. To, for black people to hear that, it just doesn't come off that way. It was like, we get it, but it's wrong. That's the whole thing. And it's like, and I was more mad, like, don't say it. Yeah, I guess he felt the need to bury his soul and let people know what he was really feeling and thinking. I mean, we lost Kevin Spacey and him within the past few years. It's like so many movies that I, I can't even watch, like, negotiate. I can't watch that. When the baby driver come on now, I'm like, Ugh. You too? And I... And, yes, I and I Baby love Baby Driver. I love Baby yes, Driver. Yes, I love and it. I'm just loved, like, and I loved him in Baby Driver because he was so good in his. Now it's like, you know, seven, whatever. He's the villain, so that's fine. Baby Driver. Like, usual sus, usual that, suspects. Usual suspects. I still. Oh man, he's just so good in it. He's so damn good in the movie. Like Negotiator, I can't do it. House of Cars, I'll never be able to rewatch. Uh, like, it's just uh, so much stuff he's been in where he's like. It's just, yeah. People and Liam Neeson works because I'm like, I love Dark Man. <laughs> taken, like Taken and it's questionable racial politics. I still watch them. 
you know, Ross, he was Ross I still, I, I, I technically still have to. I watched Bat- Batman Begins like a week ago, so I really, I was just like, oh, it's just like, so good. Here's the whole thing. I still watch his old stuff. I haven't watched his new stuff. Yeah, I, that might be cheating or anything like that. Like I'll like, it's just because nonstop came out because it's like I liked him, and he and it's like he seemed. You never know. It's like sometimes it's best like don't say nothing. Yeah. You just bared your soul, and I just think you you took took people into a world that we have to think a different way of you. Like what? If I find out Keanu wants to be in the clan, I think I don't think I can handle it. He better not. <laughs> but yes, we that will. I was, was fun. I was actually looking forward to those to doing because like Fast Five is my favorite one, and I just love talking. And I was funny like we been getting a lot of feedback, and people like, oh, you been. I started watching these movies because you guys talked about them. Yeah, me and um uh Jay had just did a show and he, we talked about it uh yesterday and he was just like, Man, he said, I, I gotta go back and watch all the movies now because I hear you guys talk about them. There's a lot of things I missed. And I said, Yeah, you know, I said yeah, when I first talked it. talked to Shahid about it, it was stuff that I was missing too, and I, like I'm picking up on stuff now too. Oh yeah, y'all didn't realize Dominic Toretto was a bigot, huh? I really did. <laughs> I really didn't. Uh, I didn't. It's funny. I didn't pick up until until recently because I I've had to rewatch the movies like um, keep up with it. So I have all of them. Um, Fast and Furious one is the only one I have only on DVD. I have all the other ones on Blu-ray, and like I had a digital copy, so wait, I can wait, just watch wait. them when I want. Wait a minute. Didn't we just talk? We talked about this like a couple of months ago. What's going on with y'all in this physical copy stuff? Oh, I'm I'm a snob. Y'all can stream all day long. I'm like, I oh, I don't stream. My- I just get my, I just get it off Voodoo. Like I just buy it off Voodoo no. and like whatever. I I need it. I need it in my hand. Um, my whole thing is, I watch because I have Blu-rays and 4Ks, and streaming has caught up to the point where it's almost as good as the digital copies, visual wise. Yeah. Not necessarily sound wise, and I have a movie theater upstairs. Oh, so yeah, I forgot. I forgot. I'm not, and it's like I'm still like a snob. Like I want to have it in my hand. Like I don't. I definitely have like digital copies. I can stream. I can want like I have like well, Voodoo changed the movies anywhere. I can do that all day long. But if I have the option, I'm gonna choose the disc all the time. See, I'm, especially because my internet is trash. I'm I'm insane, and my wife says I'm insane because like all my Marvel movies, I'll get and then I'll get the physical copy too. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, whatever, you know. I just want the physical copy. I, I guess it's for more of a collection thing more than anything. I mean, yeah, like I have, I have so many movies I haven't watched. I've been trying to watch them and anything like that because it's like trying to keep up with stuff. And it's like somebody, I think, who was it? Somebody made fun of me. I still haven't finished watching like Tombstone from beginning to end. What is wrong with you? No, old, no, because like. I heard about it. I never saw it. And then I had a Blu-ray. I started watching because, you know. That is the I'm, greatest yeah. Western ever. Yeah. How long it take for you to watch The Rock? We're not, talking, right, we're not, we're not talking about The Rock right there. <laughs> all right, then. So it's like some of those movies, like, you'd be surprised. Like, Usual Suspects, beginning to end. You know what I watched the beginning to end, like, finally, last week? For the first time, wow. like I had seen bits pieces, I seen the end, I seen the beginning. I had never watched it all the way through until last week. Well, I can tell you know what I just watched. Um, what 
it just came out. Well, not just came out. I just watched Bohemian Rhapsody uh, yesterday for the first time. You know, I mean, that's different. It just came out though. It ain't like it was been out for twenty years. How did you feel about that movie, real quick? Because I just I saw Rami Malek was real good, and I thought the movie was real bad. Okay. That's all I needed to know because I thought it was just me and I was like, my goodness, he is carrying this movie. Yes. No, it was everybody said that. That's why he got nominated. And that's why he won because it's like it's a great performance in a bad movie. Okay. Like this movie, like it's just especially like how they just do it, like all the cuts and everything. It just seemed like it was just like amateur and he was just so good in it that it did. like it's entertaining. But you realize like, yeah, he's entertaining in it. The yeah, movie not. Yeah, but he, he just carries it don't it doesn't matter. He's really good. And one last thing before we go, because I saw it today. How do you feel about Todd Phillips saying that comic fans will be upset about the Joker movie because that has zero to do with the comic Joker? They just built built he, their own world. He he knows exactly what he's what he's getting into. And somebody made a good point, like the, it shouldn't matter because like the Joker never had a fully established backstory anyway. But people were gonna complain because that's what he knows. He's not a fool, and he's just saying it out now. So it's like I already know what he's gonna complain about. This is why we did it. Fine. Like he's he's getting in front of it because he's smart and he knows. Like, and I think this. I think the biggest issue that movie goes in is not that it's the fact that it's we just had Suicide Squad with that Joker, which was divisive to say the least. And people still remember Heath Ledger. And more importantly, nobody asked for this. I'm still going to see it because it looks yeah. intriguing and interesting. And I'm curious to see how good it is. It's just I never thought about seeing like a it's hard to do a villain origin story because not that many villains you care enough about to like do a whole movie. And it's like he's one of the few. It's only like maybe him, Magneto, Dr. Doom. And I'm just I'm just worried about them trying to make you make the Joker sympathetic. Like you trying to make him a sympathetic character, but people can like root for him or something because there's no way in the end, you know. If I don't know, I don't understand the end game of this movie. I mean, they did they tried that with Hannibal Lecter. It's not necessarily make him sympathetic, just understand him. And it's like the more you do that, the less it works. Like you don't have to. Everything doesn't have to be explained. And that's been the thing about the Joker, and especially like the Dark Knight. You didn't. You can have a zillion theories about where he came from. And people like the main guest was like he was military intelligence based on like how he talked and the skill set. Mm-hmm. But you didn't know. And it didn't matter. You just knew who he was. You didn't you didn't have to know where he came from. You don't always have to know where someone comes from. Yeah, it's fine, I guess. I mean, I'm just I can see both sides. I see what both people. Well, I see what both each sides are saying. You know, it is what it is. I'm gonna go see the movie. Hopefully it's a good movie. But anyway, we have almost talked three hours and it's time for us to get out of here. So before we go, if you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me at Jeff versus the world on Twitter, at Jeff versus the world Facebook page and questions or comments. You can leave at Jeff versus the world at yahoo.com and you can give them your Twitter. You can find me at Philly drugs. That's Philly underscore drugs on Twitter. Till next week. Peace. Peace out.